Hi guys, and welcome back to the 29th episode of the Couch on Ice podcast. Uh, extremely busy week, lots and lots of tra- uh, signings, over 200 signings, a bunch of trades. But before we get into all the names that we'll list off, let's introduce the other boys to the podcast. Jordan, how's it going to miss each other? Oh, it's not too bad, buddy. How about you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Still no rain I've yet to see for the past two months we've lived here for yeah, the most part but yeah that's true it's not plus that 40 anymore it's a little windy but can't complain uh let's throw it over to chase uh down in saskatoon how are you doing chase not too shabby all good all good all good all good good uh let's just get right into it because we have a lot of names that we're gonna rifle off uh this is just going to be a strictly s- signing like free agency and draft podcast. Uh, We're going to start with Jordan. He's going to list all the trades that went down from in between our last podcast to now. I'm going to go through the signings and then we're going to talk about the draft. So let's just get straight into it, Jordan, if you want to start with the first trade. We're pretty much starting here from July 22nd onward. So the, uh, the Seattle Kraken trade to Calgary Flames, Tyler Pitlick for a 2022 fourth round pick. Yeah, the trade that we were waiting and biting our nails to hear about, mm, and we're like, blockbuster. "Oh, that's the it!" One blockbuster <laughs> legend, hang it in the rafters. Yeah, the mm-hmm. only expansion trade. So I, I got nothing to say about it. Pitlick, he's all right. Yeah, just Depth the bottom guy. guy. Yeah. You know what though? He will fit well with the flame system. He's he's a really good grinder. For now, until Suter gets fired in three months into this. Yeah, season. true <laughs> enough. But at least for now, they'll fit with their system. So Yeah, exactly. Perfect bottom six guy for those for them. So yeah, let's just move on to more important. A names. bit of a bigger trade this one. Rasmus Ristolainen is heading to Philadelphia in exchange for Robert Hag. The 13th overall selection from the 2021 uh, draft and a second rounder in 2023. Chase, you want to kick this one off? Yeah, so Rasmus, uh, apparently he has terrible stats. Um, a lot of people, from what I've been listening to and his actual deeper stats, Ristolainen is a little bit of a sketchy option here. But he is somebody that is the size, got a little bit of grit, can push some bodies around, and is something they really, really need on that right side yes. to play with their somewhat smaller other D-man. Hey, yes, he's a six um, six foot four, two hundred and twenty pound right-handed defenseman, which are in extremely high demand. Yeah, and like decent offensive skill. Um, seems to get himself lost in the defensive zone here and there. So like. Um, he's really going to have to find himself with the Flyers. The Flyers are a good organization. Like they made Provorov and uh, Sandheim and these guys, and they they're very sound defensively. So I mean, um, they sh- they made Shane Gostas for a solid defenseman for a couple of years. I think they could turn Risto into a decent one. Yeah, but the issue I have there is, did they really turn him into uh, a more of a two way defenseman? Which no, they never did. Or no, else he God, had no. Good. Good. Uh, he would be playing more. And he they wouldn't have, have had to pay for pay a second round pick. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So this is very, in a sense, confusing to me. But I also like the idea because they got Ellis and 
yeah. for no picks whatsoever. They didn't have to pay anything That's for that. That's what a lot of people are talking about. So they can kind of do this. I don't like trading this 14th, 13th overall pick. I thought that was in a draft like this. It was really dumb. Like, and it was I, Isaac I, Rosen who was drafted. Uh, 13th yeah. Overall. Hey, and like the options you had there were pretty, pretty decent. Like, well, you could have picked the goalie if you really wanted to, obviously, because yeah, those yeah. guys dropped. But like, yeah, Lucius, Svechkov, uh, Lysel, just to name a few guys that probably could actually impact your team in the next couple of years. Um, especially with like uh, some guys coming off the books and obvious changes needing to be made in the next yes. couple of years because you now stack the shit out of your team with cap. Hey, like squeezing wrist aligning in next year may be very difficult. Yeah. But I overall like it, but this is good for one year. I like this. <laughs> for sure. Um, I, he kind of nailed all the all the points on Ristolainen. And he's basically, I say, like I said before, he's six for four, 220 some pounds, uh, right-handed defenseman. Very, very valuable being that he's right-handed. He's looks a little clumsy on the ice at times. He's definitely not worth a 13th overall pick. It's a little bit of an overpayment, but Philadelphia really needed to shore up that right side of the defense. So I, it's kind of a wait and see trade. He's, my issue is he's been bad, but he's also played on Buffalo his whole career. So I'm waiting to see him play for a real team. And maybe yeah, he's solid. He, may be actually he might actually be this more. top four right-handed awesome player that everyone thought he was no, supposed to yeah, be. He could put be. up 40-plus points a season. Yeah, he's he's got 40-point potential for sure. And I, I don't know. I got nothing. This is a very wait-and-see trade if it's going to be good. As of right now, I'd say a bit of an overpayment, but that's about it. Yeah, yeah same. Agree. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he'll be. I think. I think he'll settle in decently with this team. They got good yep. depth all over the place. I think it might work out. And he sheltered. A lot oh, he sheltered a bit more. Better. He yeah, sheltered exactly. a lot more with Ellis and Provorov. But let's move on to the next trade. There, Jordan. So the next one. Yep. Is a trade for Pavel Vucnevich. He is off to St. Louis in exchange for Sammy Bly and a second-round pick. Yeah, interesting, interesting trade. This one sort of caught me off guard. This one's basically just a cap dump for the Rangers. They didn't want to pay Bushnevich. Uh, I think he ended up making 5.8 or, or 4.8, 5.8, one of the two for six years. Uh, Saint, I think this is a good trade for both teams. It, they got exactly what they wanted back. Sammy Bly could turn out. He's a fairly big winger i think he's six foot two um and a second round pick bushnevich who's got a at least 20 goal potential he's a 20 goal scorer hey like pace yeah i think he is i i think it's i think it's good st louis are trying to change their identity a little bit and get more scoring uh the rangers are trying to clear cap space so they can probably bring in jack eichel cough cough um but no i got nothing else much to say i really like bushnevich though same. I, I've always loved these. Now, never thought that he'd leave. I really thought him no. and Sabanja were just going to yeah, take it for like ever. Quite underrated. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No doubt. No doubt. Um, not underrated anymore at a five point eight cap hit. So he's no. That's uh, he's definitely getting paid. there, buddy. But he's yeah, thrown sure. into a situation where, like, you're going to love whatever line you're playing on on this team. Like, this is St. Louis has always got that dynamicness, I guess you could say, but like solid. Uh, yeah. stability throughout the lineup you know like um 
what they're putting together right now is very, very nice, actually. Sucks they don't have Petrangelo, but uh, Rangers yeah, getting Blaze and stuff. They're just simply doing what they were mad about last year. Every move's been just trying to beef up. So I guess this is just another beef up sort of. Thing. Yep. For and sure. obviously, yeah, they didn't want to pay Beesner, which yeah, the amount Probably. they couldn't afford it. So, yeah, uh, Jordan, do you have anything else to add on to this trade? No, I think it was pretty much just like you said. It was just the cap issue purely. Yeah, and they got a decent return for a decent young forward. So let's yeah. move on to uh, Jim Benning's first move. The next <laughs> one is very exciting, especially if you're an Arizona fan. Because if you're an Arizona fan, you just got Louis Erickson. Oh, the yes. Erickson. The Louis Erickson. <laughs> Dave Eagle. With, with, with a TH in front of it. <laughs> Yeah, like you got all the goods there. All three yeah, of those so super good guys that they wanted to play this year. Old Vancouver are sending over Jay Beagle, Louis Erickson, Antoine Roussel, a 2022 second rounder, 2023 seventh rounder, and the ninth overall pick in the 2021 draft. In exchange for <laughs> Oliver ekman Larson and Connor Garland. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. As yeah, like, start off. Coyotes are retaining twelve percent of Oliver Ekman Larson's salary. Yes. So um, I'm gonna just, meal. yeah, I'm. Uh, I'll narrow down the like what Jordan just said in like normal terms, I guess. Uh, so Oliver Ekman Larson, he's down to a seven million dollar cap hit, so it's not the eight two five or whatever anymore. Um, it's just over seven. The first round pick, the ninth overall pick, turned out to be Dylan Gunther. And Jay Beagle, Louis Erickson, and Antoine Roussel, although have absolutely woeful contracts, they are all up next year. And Connor Garland signed an extension for just under $5 million for five years, I believe it was. Um, Chase, do you want to go over the players? Are the Yeah, I guess there's yeah. two players. <laughs> yeah. Over um, one, um, like I know this is probably not the thing to talk about, but... I am interested with, to see what they're doing with Roussel, Beagle, and Erickson. He <laughs> <laughs> like, like nobody on his team. Are they going to play these guys? <laughs> they probably might have to. The um, fucking grinder line. <laughs> imagine crazy. Louis Erickson like, gets traded, and your first thought is, "I imagine I can't. Have, where's Louis Erickson going to play? Is he going to play second line? Are they actually going to play this guy? Because like they could, right? They will. <laughs> I, I bet they will. I, bar- <laughs> I guarantee the owner." The owner's gonna come out and say, We're paying these contracts, they're gonna play. Like, it's so dumb to bring it up, but like, man, I just, it's the biggest question to me. What are you actually doing with these three guys? Yeah. In all reality, Larson's gonna do awesome here for quite a Mm -hmm. while. Um, He's gonna, he'll find his way. Like, it's just as simple as that. It's been a long, long road in Arizona. You gotta wonder how much the guy cares for the last several, several <laughs> years, especially yes. asking to be traded, not getting traded when he asked to be traded. I'm sure his underlying numbers have something to do with that. Oh, for uh, sure. Vancouver's technically laughing because of the guys they got. They're just yeah. like, oh yeah, I got Garland. Like my top six is unreal. I can push my young guys to the third line and we can just just light it up this year hey yeah um <laughs> yeah giving up that ninth pick was a horrible idea but um especially to take on seven mil for six years but well like yeah, i said 12 the first technically half of this is, the first half of this is going to be pretty decent i 
think, but you got to wonder how Oliver Ekman Larson really bounces back. But yes, um, I don't know. I guess you gave up. You got rid of all the crap. Like it's, <laughs> you got rid of it's, all the bad contracts. It's not one that thing, bad. One thing like, I heard is how impressive is it that Jim Benning had the opportunity to get rid of his fuck ups still? Yeah. Like 99% of GMs would be fired before these deals get traded or anything. Any of these three. Or yeah, up. Yeah. Which is impressive to me. Um, yeah. Going into the trade itself on my end, I think Vancouver did very well because they're trying to be good this year. Yeah. Vancouver is that team that I'm just waiting. Like, okay, your team is there. Your core is there. Do something. Just yeah, do it. Yeah, it just like, needs some make, direction. Like, Demko's awesome. Quinn Hughes is a Norris-level defenseman. Pedersen's one of the most exciting young forwards in the league since Datsuk or Kane. Like, he's... Well, and then he's, you've got guys like Nils Hoglander, who, are, to me, are super exciting. Yes, Vasily Paul Colson, when is he coming mm-hmm. in? He was supposed to be a top-three pick and dropped to 10 Dude, because of his status. Right He's 100% playing this year. He is playing this year. I'm super excited about it. I like this trade. I think OEL's going to have a bounce back here. For $7 million, I think that's going to be a fair contract for a couple years. I think you're going to bite the bullet on the back end of the contract, like the last two years maybe. But I don't and think it's he's just simply done. because of other players on the team. Like this yes. has nothing to do with how shitty Larson's going to be. In Larson's going to be it's fine. Just that you're going to have seven million dollars on. That's it's you're the... going to have seven on Hughes at least. You're going to have yeah. seven eight on these other guys and then yes. Hoglander and uh, what's his nuts a pod goals and want money and this yes. that and the other thing. So um, good thing you didn't draft Gunther because he'd want money too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then so, Connor. Like, yeah. yeah, and then. It's Sorry, a tough go ahead. price, but you get a you get rid of all the junk. I guess you get to win right For, now, which yes. I guess is okay. But like, I'm not a huge fan of that sort of style. Winning, like, that's trading what to Canadian win now. teams have been doing for way too long, and it's yes hasn't worked yet, guys. But one thing I will add to it, Connor Garland. I'm a huge fan of Connor Garland. I think he's got 30 goal potential if he plays with the right center. Um, if he plays with someone who's actually a creative center, um, which Vancouver have I just mentioned his name Pedersen if he plays with Pedersen and can light it up he's gonna he could easily get 30 goals he's the Tyler to replacement is the biggest thing I have Vancouver was good when they had that extra yeah. winger Garland's that winger now and they got him on a fair contract yeah. just under five million for five years he's 26 or 25 like he's really gonna be solid the ninth overall pick like Chase, Chase said it hurts but then again, I look who it was, and I wasn't too, too high on Gunther, even though I did have him being picked at the ninth overall spot, humble brag. Um, but, you know, I, I think yeah. it was a little overpayment, but I understand what Vancouver's trying to do. They're also in a shit division, like we've been saying all offseason. Yeah. They might just, squeak out. I hate the ad, but, like, yeah, like, I didn't have, I don't know, I don't have super high hopes on Gunther, but. Like, you know, in reality, if he panned out, he's Garland in two, three years, mm-hmm. and you don't have all this money on the books with Larson, maybe you could trade him for even cheaper later. Like, I don't know. But, yeah, it's it's really like Vancouver wanted to go now, and Sono was yeah. like, yep, give me whatever you want. And that was about it. So. Yeah. Um, Jordan, you have anything else to add to this? Yeah, the only thing I would have really hoped for if I was Vancouver is just that Arizona would have maybe maybe retained closer to 3 million 
Oh. If they had done that, this would have been a much better deal in my mind. For I sure. I do like it. But I do like it. I think Oliver Ekman Larson will definitely bounce back after the change of scenery. I think that's going to be huge for him. And I'm like you said, I'm very high on Connor Garland too. And I think they signed him to an excellent contract. Yeah, yeah it was actually good. Hey? Very fair contract. I, I mean, it, it gives me question marks. Yeah, it gives me question marks why they couldn't give Tyler to Foley 4.2 or whatever he got. But, you know, that's last mm. offseason. Because uh, yeah, exactly. they, di- they didn't offer him a contract. Yeah, time. exactly. Yeah, they forgot or whatever was like fucking yeah. ran, ran out oh, of shit. time. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah, Jim Benning, yeah. you ran out of money okay. and brains. Like, come on now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, should we move on to the biggest blockbuster, surprisingly, of the day? <laughs> the trades just kept yeah. getting better and better as the day went on. So the next one, this was coming. Seth Jones has been traded. Yeah, we knew this trade so was happening. Seth Jones is sent to Chicago along with the 31st overall pick of the 2021 draft and a 6th round 2022 pick in exchange for Adam Boquist, the 11th overall pick of the 2021 draft, 2022 first rounder, and 2021 second rounder. Yeah. There's also a condition where if the 2022 first rounder is a top two, it becomes a 2023 pick. Yeah. So uh, I know Chase and I were both for sure questioning about that con- conditional because when they first said it, they said it's lottery protected. And we we're like, okay, hey, what does that mean by lottery? Like, where's the cutoff? Is it mean if they move up in the draft at all? Is it? So we finally got the information on the, that if it's mm-hmm. a top two pick. Uh, one thing to add with this trade, it came with an extension. Uh, Seth Jones' contract is up next year, and he got an eight-year, $9.5 million extension, which makes him, I believe, when it kicks in, the third or maybe the fourth highest paid defenseman in the NHL now. Yeah, it's the fourth now after his ex-teammate signed an extension. Um, <laughs> so what they did, uh, they did a pick swap um, with... Columbus, 12 and 32. 12 and 32. They give up Adam Boquist. So I'm just going to come out here right now and say the Columbus Blue Jackets are fucking geniuses. Oh, yeah. This is. They. This is yeah, Kings ransom. Yeah, they, Kings ransom also, for Jones. Uh, they also, one of these, uh, the second round pick in 2021 was also traded for Jake Bean. So you yes. got Boquist, Bean, and the 12th overall selection, which was Cole Sillinger. Yeah, so like, who's going to yeah, be awesome. Yeah, they did pretty good here. They like, did amazing here. Crap. Um, Seth Jones, yes. I, I know a lot of people aren't very high on him. I love Seth Jones. I think he is a Norris-caliber defenseman. I think he could easily win a Norris. Well, not easily. It's not like an easy thing mm-hmm. to do. But you know what I mean? He's I a great defenseman. Yep. I think he will hit one. I think he's going to be considered a best defenseman in the league, or like top three defenseman in the league once or twice more in his career for sure. Does that warrant him a $9.5 million eight-year extension? Probably not. No. For me, Boquist is going to be as good as Jones. A different style of player for sure. But I think Adam Boquist is going to be a superstar right-handed defenseman in the NHL. And who can play on the power play, number one power play. He's going to be sick. He reminds me a lot of a Sam Gerrard, but a little bit like higher ceiling. Um I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Cylinder's dope. We don't even need to talk about the next trade. Like, Jake Bean, we might as well include it in this because that's basically involved. 
Jake yeah, Bean's yeah. an awesome young defenseman who I thought Carolina were going to hold on to anyways. Yeah, Columbus. Surprised they only got a second, that's for sure. Yeah, me they, too. I thought you'd be able to get a second in a third so or they, fourth. So they replace yeah. Seth Jones with a new pair of defense and two young guys mm-hmm. who could end up being top pairing defensemen. Yeah, in, exactly. In their hey. careers. I, I, I don't really know what else to say. Chicago overpaid on the fact that Seth Jones needed an extension and was up, wasn't up this year. He's up next year. Yeah, they really, they could yeah, sign he, him for free next year. Yeah, yeah. If he they go, really if, paid out the ass for him, like that's, they did. That's like great deal getting the guy right now and all that. But yeah, yeah this is a lot of a lot a of money. Lot. So like, it's a yeah. lot. It's a big trade. Right, Columbus yeah. is Hawks definitely, definitely winning this because of the the assets they got. Like they got. Yeah. Three awesome pieces and Bean, Boquist, and Sillinger. And they haven't even gotten their fourth piece out of this. Um, whether Chicago got Nolan Allen in that draft, that who knows what that's going to turn into. It looks like they kind of slightly reached for that guy anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, so real questionable in a sense, but good on Columbus getting great that on, all back. Great uh, on Kekalainen. Yeah, like I said in the other show about Heiskanen's deal, like I don't even love that deal. Like I'd like that yeah. to be a million dollars less. That seems like nine and a, a half. great like, deal cool. now. Like Heiskanen yeah. looks like a steal of a contract right now, based off of that. Yeah. When you look at that, exactly. Hey. So, um, Jordan, do you have anything else to add on the Seth Jones trade? Yeah, I mean, I. In one sense, I like it for Chicago. They obviously mm-hmm. needed to upgrade their blue line. Oh, they fuck were, yes, they did. Last year, they were simply losing games because they were outscored. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. The old Edmonton philosophy. If we can yeah, score exactly. six, we'll win a game, maybe. We might win in um, overtime if we can score six. But that contract, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I really would have hoped that would have been more like $8 million. That's And that's where I'm at with it. Like, Seth Jones, like, we're making that contract out to be like, oh, this is Louis Erickson part two or whatever. Like... This is going to be a big overpayment. I don't think it's that big of an overpayment because it's not like they signed some like random ass right handed defenseman named Tucker Pullman <laughs> to an overpayment by two million dollars. But like, it, it's like you said, it's a million million and a half too much for Jones yeah. and eight yeah. years. He's already twenty seven, I think. Let me yeah. see exactly how old is. I don't know why his birthday is. So he is twenty six. So. Eight years. That kid until he's thirty-four. Like that's a, that's a long time. So I don't know. I'm not a huge advocate. Another one where time will tell. I think. Yes. Um. Should we move on past the draft? Um, yeah. Since we already talked about Jake Bean a bit. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, t- we mentioned the Jake Bean. Yeah, it was for a second, and for Jake Bean, Jake Bean's gonna be a stud. So. <laughs> um. So the next one, another one involving Columbus, are yep, sending very Cam Atkinson to Philly for a one-for-one one with Jakob Voracek. So Voracek's coming back. Um, I'm going to start this one off because this one confused me more than any other trade in this offseason so far. I don't know where the win was. I'm hearing mixed stories on Cam Atkinson because this seemed like – Columbus Blue Jacket. Mr. Columbus Blue Jacket was Cam Atkinson. Him and Nick Foligno. Yeah, until he leaves, eh? Until he leaves. And I heard, like, (laughs) well, like, it's, he wanted to be there. Who wants to play in Columbus? Not many people. 
So it's just weird they trade him away. But then I'm hearing now that he doesn't want to go through another rebuild. And so I don't know what stories to come. I genuinely can't even give you an answer on who I think won this trade. Because I think both are, they're completely different players. Cam Atkinson's a goal scorer, Voracek's a passer, but they're both past their prime. Both being a little overpaid for what their value is. Like, I guess Philly won based on they lose more salary cap and Cam Atkinson scores. Yeah, yeah. But that's, that's what I'd say as well. But my thing uh, is, Cam Atkinson could be someone who just goes into Philly and is like, oh, we have one too many forwards. Why did we get Cam Atkinson? We don't need him. And he's going to play third line and get 10 goals or something stupid. Yeah. So yeah, he could, could yeah. fall into the Konechny trap that he falls into every half yeah. a year. Yeah. Know, know who I think won this trade? Patrick Line. Because he got yeah. Voracek, who can actually pass him the puck now. He's finally yeah. got someone yeah. who can pass him puck. So I think Line A wins this trade. <laughs> yeah. If I'm picking anyone. I think both teams are happy with what they They're it. happy with um, what they got. It's yeah. just... It's just it's just uh, a cap yeah. flip. It seemed like a cap flip for yeah, exactly. just a change of scenery kind of deal. Seemingly, seemingly, like Atkinson's decent and all, but yeah, Jordan, do you have anything you want to talk about Voracek or Atkinson? Like this no, one? I mean, Call this me is start. just a funny one. Like, yeah, 2015. This is a blockbuster fucking trade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But now it's just like, okay, you're sending Voracek, who's on the down. For Atkinson, who's on the down, like yeah, it's it's tough. But like you said, they just offer different things. So yes, very different. Maybe players. the changes in will work. They can just kind of focus on what they offer the most. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I got nothing else to add to this. I mean, I like Borchek as a person. He seems like a funny dude. But yeah, I I think seems this like it'd be good out. for that locker room. But. I find it funny how he's going back when he begged to be traded away from Columbus early in his career. <laughs> That's the funniest part to me. Yeah. But um, should we move on to the next Yeah, show? on with Sam Reinhardt. So Sam Reinhardt, obviously we've been talking. This was coming. Not, not the Buffalo center we expected to be traded. Yeah, not the first one anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um. He's off to Florida in exchange for their 2022 first rounder and Devin Levi. Yeah, Devin Levi, if you guys don't uh, remember, he was a starting goalie for Team Canada in the World Juniors this year, and he was amazing for them. Uh, seventh round pick. He's kind of a, a late bloomer, I guess is the best way to describe it. He could be a superstar. Buffalo needed to get some goalie depth, and they just wanted picks, I think. And... They, they were going to trade Reinhardt. Um, yeah, and, uh, Florida's going actually, for it. Oh, is there a condition? I didn't see a condition. Yeah, there's a condition on that first pick. If the pick's in the top 10, pick will be exchanged with Florida's next first round yeah. pick, which obviously won't happen. They'll most likely make the playoffs. They'll probably make playoffs. Florida's fucking going for it. That's what I'll yeah, say. Hey. They haven't, has Reinhardt gotten a contract yet? I haven't seen one. No. No, no, so he hasn't gotten a contract I'm... yet. He is an RFA, so it doesn't really matter too much. I'm not really but sure how they afford. I don't know how they afford him now, but exactly, they'll figure it out. I guess he's an RFA with Arbright. Well, so. I guess they didn't sign. They didn't get Weinberg, so yeah, they didn't sign Weinberg back. So I think this is a good trade for Florida. My question mark comes is like, okay, Florida's done so much. Where's his cap space coming from? Like, I yet to see it come anywhere like i haven't really looked at their situation that much but 
It's a good trade. I like Reinhardt. I think he'd be an easy first-line complimentary winger or a second-line center-slash-winger. Um, I feel first, like he'll be a center now that... He'll be a center, yeah. Winner. Weinberg is gone. Probably second. Yeah, he'll probably... I wonder if he'll play, like, with... But Carter Hedges a center for them. He's, like, their number one center. Yeah, hey. Him and yeah, Barkov hey. are their guys. Like, I don't know what they'll do. We'll see. I like the trade for Florida. Yeah, they it makes sense. Like, this just trade makes sense for both teams to me. Yeah, exactly. You aren't going to get too, too much for a guy that doesn't have a contract yet. And doesn't want to be there. Decent. Uh, yeah, exactly. Hey, you got a goalie prospect. That's not bad. Uh, good, the got first like eight pick. mil in cap space, so they got lots yeah. of money to sign. Okay. Yeah, uh, this is just a win-win. Like, I, the Panthers obviously get a little bit of the edge, but realistically, for what Buffalo was gonna get in return for Sam Reinhart, I think Buffalo decent. did very well for what they got yeah, back from. I think they did stuff. awesome yeah. for that. Buffalo did very good this offseason, considering how they don't have players yeah. signed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, this is just a super huge win for Florida. Like he's gonna fit in like a glove. It's gonna be like every, awesome. like everyone does apparently. So, yeah, like I don't know. He just seems like he'll be like kind of like a Sam Bennett sort of thing. Yeah, he really does. Like sure. I think he will just slide right in there and just light it up. Like I can imagine that. I'm just thinking about him and Huberto together. It's just bro, Huberto Reinhardt, Huberto Reinhardt Bennett. Talk about a team hard to beat. That's yeah. for sure. No kidding. They're already good offensively, and they just got better. Um, yeah, should we move on to the next one? Yeah, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw in the buyouts into this as well because there was just okay. two of them. Obviously, both done by uh, by the Canucks. So the Canucks yeah. first bought out Jake Vertanen. This has been coming. This one wasn't surprising. This one apparently to it there was he has some sexual assault allegations against him. This mm-hmm. wasn't, they said about that. This was clearly about his play and how he's kind of dog dick. Um, yeah. But well, I, mean, I think I think a big no portion player. of it was to the fact that his allegations against him. Yeah, exactly. Him. So and that wasn't quite surprising. Right. The second one that they did was Braden Holpe. They bought out the shocking. final year of his contract. Very shocking. I think it was the stupidest thing Jim Benning did almost. Second stupidest thing he did this offseason. Like, why? Yeah. He's got one year yeah, left I... and he was solid for you. He's a good goalie. You need that. <laughs> I know he's a little rich being paid, but you're saying you couldn't have traded that away to a team who needs a goalie? Like, does Arizona even have a goalie right now? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. And I don't like, know. Edmonton, like Edmonton could have Edmonton. Why not that Edmonton? Too. Like, like, on a one-year flyer. Take the chance on that? Yeah, just like, be like, hey, we'll give you a fourth-round pick. It's so surprising. It's so surprising. I thought it was dumb. And they signed Halak who, to replace him. I know that we'll talk about that in the signings more. But I think that's just like, okay, where did you upgrade here? You lost money. Yeah. They lost more money in this than anything. So it made no sense to me. Yeah, and then he ends up signing with Dallas, which is yeah. wow, okay. It's okay. weird. They have they have they already have three goalies too, and now they have four. So I was confused there too. So, but we'll get into all that a little bit in the free agency yep. market there. So uh, the next trade is a one for one Nick Merkley for Christian Jaros. Yeah, very depth move. There. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was weird. Like, just needed that AHL defenseman or seven. I defense guess. 
They're, they're I don't know what it was. I think it was San Jose walked away pretty good on this. The yeah, I think it's a very good trade for San Jose. Yeah, yeah. Um, Merkley's twenty four. He's a first, a late first round pick in twenty fifteen, and he puts he's a still... fair amount of depth points up. You know, yeah, that's he's not, not too bad. bad. He's not a bad player. Um, it's a weird trade, but nothing really to run home about. Needed the mm-hmm. defense, I guess. I Extra guess depth on D. Yeah, this nice was... to see that Merkley's playing with Merkley. No, yeah, true. Cool. Nick Merkley playing with Ryan Merkley. Not brothers, I believe. I don't know if they're actually related or not. I'll research that. Uh, do you want to read the next trade while I do that? Yeah. So the next one required a waiving of a no-move clause. Anton Strawman is getting his cap dumped. He yeah. is off to Arizona along with Badislav Kolyachinok and a second-round pick in 2024 for a seventh round 2023 pick yeah um i just searched it up they're not brothers by the way but no back to the sorry back to the cap it was just a cap dump nothing i can say arizona's picking up all the second round picks in the league and yeah they're doing awesome arizona's doing really good rebuild business and yeah and strawman will be decent for him yeah he'll play nice, he's, nice he's, stop guy. he, he yeah. can put a jersey on I mean, that's what they need right now. Actually, they'll have a lot of guys put a jersey on this year. I guess Buffalo is a team that won't. Um, not that they'll be, like, great players. They're going to have, like, Arizona is going to have the best team in the NHL if it was 2014. <laughs> like, with their roster right now. <laughs> Getting Louis Erickson, Strawman, who was pretty good back then. All these guys on Andrew Ladd. It was a cup yeah. winner, like all these guys. Um, but yeah, I got nothing else to say about it. It's a cap dump. I get another second round pick. It's kind of their asking price all off season. Shall we move on? Yeah. The next one with my capitals. Brendan Dillon is off to Winnipeg in exchange for a 2022 second rounder and a 2023 second rounder. Jordan, I'll let you kick it off since it's your team. What do you think about this trade? This one surprised me. (laughs) We need to replace what he offered. He was quite overpaid. Caps got much needed draft picks. I like it as long as we replace what he offered our team. Yeah, I think the loser of this trade was Seattle. Because if yeah, why didn't Seattle say, hey, pick Dylan and trade him for two seconds? Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, Seattle, this trade could have been you. This could have been and yours. Instead, you just got one of these second round picks for Vicek Vanchek. Yeah, so, nice. Exactly, Good job, so, guys. Um, I on Winnipeg side, Brandon Dylan's a very good defensive defenseman. He's very reliable in his own end. Won't do much else but he doesn't really need to. He's a really big body, clears the front of the net very well. I think Winnipeg desperately needed this player, um, this type of player. They need defensemen who are pretty good. I know they got like yeah, some, exactly. some young guys coming up, like Hanola should be making the jump soon. Uh, Sammy Niku, we've been waiting for him to do it. Like Stanley had a big jump this year, but I think they kind of needed some to shore up that top four on defense for sure. So I think, but Capitals got back some awesome, awesome picks. Like very good deal by the Caps, I'd say. Getting rid of the cap space, a, a replaceable player in Brendan Dillon. Yeah. So yeah, I'd say the Jets overpaid. 
for uh, sure. Just a, a roundup, like I would have gave a second and a third for Dylan. That's why. That's about as too. far. That's about yeah. as far as I would have went. So they overpaid a little bit, but not um, too bad. They they got the exact. They got a need. need. It's it, that's, know, that's that's exactly. the big win for them is they got the player they needed. Like it's yeah. not. And he's like, like not making five million dollars. No, he's making what? four for like two more years. I think it is. So yeah, it's not too too bad. Yeah. Cool. Hit it. Yep. So the next one is my favorite trade of the day. <laughs> Mark Andre Fleury to the Chicago Blackhawks can, in a one for one with Mikael Hakkarainen. Can oh, can I, I take we, this I one? We weren't even going to bring him up. <laughs> yeah. Can can I take this one to start, please? Vegas is gambling. Okay, I want to take this one really bad. Vegas is laughing, man. Okay, <laughs> bro, I I I love Marc Andre Fleury. I have a very emotional spot for Fleury being a Penguins fan. I'm very pissed off at the Vegas Golden Knights right now for this because this is kind of a oh, dick. Yeah. This is the biggest dick move you could ever for do. Sure. Oh, yeah. No, how they did it was unreal. I Awful. Yeah, could not believe that. If I'm a player in the NHL, I don't want to sign with Vegas after seeing this. Flurry was their guy. Like, no, let, take away the fact that he just won the Vesna this year, <laughs> that he's a goalie, a starting goalie, which is very valuable. Take away all that. He was the first player to put on a Vegas jersey for one. Two, the owner told him and his wife he would retire a Vegas Golden Knight. I mean, he may not be lying. It still might be true. But yep. it's just the fact. And the worst part about it, he finds out he was traded on Twitter. The Vesna Trophy winner gets traded for, I guarantee you, everyone listening to this podcast, do you know who Mikkel Hakkarainen is? I sure as fuck didn't. <laughs> And I, I like pride I myself. His name's so cool. Yeah, I, I, exactly. I and I I pride myself pretty big on how many obscure NHL player names I know, and I've never even read this guy's name. So there's a big asterisk on this for Chicago. Everyone's probably thinking, "Well, Chicago made off like kings ransoms." Well, Flurry may not even play. Um, this was a risk. There's a chance they might flip him to Pittsburgh because he might play if he's traded there. I don't know what's going on. There's a whole bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Vegas, yeah, the way I... Vegas cleared cap mm-hmm. a year early, basically, is how they did this. But they did in a really douchey way. It's the only way, only thing I'll say about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I fully agree. I do not like how they handled it. Like, not telling them that you're trading them doesn't even make any sense. But, um, ask like, them. Okay. I, they might, I think they're laughing because, like, they just gave somebody to somebody else that you can't like how are you going to trade this what are you going to get out of this guy chicago like he doesn't he wants to play where that's the only place okay well no what i want more than anything to happen so like if anything like they might be able to get something i want to be retaining salary like it seems weird like i honestly i feel like flurry should get more accustomed to it i think he'll i think he might be okay with it I yeah, do. I don't know. It's, like, it's family issues is what he's spot. talking about. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it's like, it's going to be a bad spot, but it's it's Vegas or Pittsburgh from what I understand. So That's what I heard too. going to be laughing when Chicago retains half his salary and sends him back his way for Lauren Br- for the brisket or yeah, whatever, you know. Yeah. Know. But yeah, that's pretty pretty crazy. 
I'm really interested to see where this is going to end up. I would be so happy if he does end up playing with Chicago. Please, hockey gods, have Chicago and Vegas play in the first round, and Chicago sweeps him with Flurry getting three shutouts. <laughs> I would pay money to see. I'd pay so much to see that, and I don't even like the Blackhawks. <laughs> but, like, just to be like a fuck you to Vegas, that would be great. Um the yeah. next one, the Jets continue to bolster their blue line. They pick up Nate Schmidt in exchange for a 2022nd third round pick. Um, Vancouver, I think, did fine on this because they gave up a third to pick up Schmidt. So they basically rented Schmidt for a year. Um, yeah. I don't think that, I think that's fine for Vancouver. They got rid of that cap space pretty comfortably. Nate Schmidt is yeah. a good player. If you if he's in the right yeah, system, he is really a very good player. Vancouver. No, because right, like, and, and he was only brought in as a cover for them losing Stetcher and Tanev. Yeah. Yes, exactly, and a left-handed version, and not even a defensive defenseman, which is the craziest part. It's weird that they thought that would work. Now that I think back, um, yeah, no, I fully agree. But Winnipeg, I don't, well. and I'm starting to looking at Winnipeg's team. Unless he's playing with like a Brandon Dillon. I wonder if this is going to be yet again a failed experiment for Nate Schmidt. <laughs> like, yeah. I think it'll I go pretty know. good. They're quite defensive so, there. He'll get a lot. DeMello and stuff like that. Like, I think he'll, I guess they got DeMello's too. I think he'll slide in pretty good. Like, um, Yeah, he's definitely not the most defensive, but he's just all over the place. I think they need that sort of guy. They don't have yeah. too many energy defensemen. Like, they're all pretty – That's true. Yeah, he's demon, he's know, not the so. best defenseman. He's just really high octane. Like he's just constantly got his motor running. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. So oh, once again, like this is great for the Jets getting getting shorn up the D. Four, it's yeah. a lot of money. It's a, it's lot, a lot of lot money. Of money. you didn't have to pay shit for it. Like who cares about this third round pick? Like, exactly. It's not bad. It's not bad. I don't know. I don't know if it'll might harness them a little bit in a year or two. But I guess. We'll see if that matters or not. They'll flip it to Arizona for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Or give up a second, too. Um, Yeah. uh, Jordan, do you have anything else to add on Nate Schmidt? No, not too much. Just a cap dump for Vancouver. And obviously the Jets need better defense. So props to the the Jets, sorry, I guess, for... uh, It just confused me with getting Brandon Dillon. Big props goes to uh, Paul Stasny, I believe. He convinced oh, yeah. Nate Schmidt to come over to old Winnipeg. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wouldn't want to be to Winnipeg. True, that's one of the worst markets to play for. Thank you, Paul Stasny. Somebody came to Canada. <laughs> or stayed um, in Canada. Yeah, stayed in Canada. Should we move on to our next salary dump? <laughs> yeah. That would be, I'm guessing, Brent Seabrook. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing the Brent Seabrook sent to the Lightning in exchange for Tyler Johnson and a 2023 second. So we knew Tampa was going to have to pay to get rid of Johnson. Yeah. I think they did pretty good considering we were hearing around teams were like, give us a first round pick for him to take that contract. And Tyler Johnson's a good player. I think Chicago did very well taking a second and Tyler Johnson. They got a very solid middle six forward a second round pick but tampa again does fantastic getting rid of cap yeah like awesome getting rid of only a second isn't that bad and 
they get Brent Seabrook, which I I bet people are going to start laughing when they hear that. But this actually benefits Tampa a lot. They end up getting more cap space because Brent Seabrook is going to be on LTIR. Yeah, he's not so going to play. He's already retired. He, so they get LTIR money to add more cap space up and only give up a second round pick for it and got rid of $5 million. Again, awesome business by Breezeball. Like I know yeah. it's giving up a second isn't great, but they're going to be awesome next year, so it doesn't really matter. And the year after when the pick is actually going to be picked. I think they did great, Tampa, for what we thought they were going to have to pay to get rid of. Yeah, the real loser yep. here is the fans who are just yep. going to cry again when they're in yes. the playoffs with $18 million <laughs> over the cap. Over the oh cap. Uh-huh. That's exactly yeah. it. Uh, this is every Already fan who isn't a Lightning fan shit. is pissed. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to listen to fans. Yeah, it's in the rule book. Stop bitching about it. That's all I can say. That's like saying, like, I can't believe this player fought our player. Well, it's in the rule book, so stop bitching. Um, should we just... Do you have anything else to add on this, Chase in Jordan? Or did I kind of like nail it on the coffin? Yeah, no, perfect for everybody. Chicago's fucking laughing with TK in the second round. They're happy with that, for sure. So, um, yeah, should we move on? Yeah, the next one's interesting. Nikita Zadorov off to Calgary in exchange for a 2022 third-round pick. Yeah, it's impressive. They train – they. Change Brendan Sod into a third round pick. <laughs> the Hawks can't decide if they want to rebuild or whether they want to contend. Like, yeah, I don't know what this means. Uh, this... They just didn't have the room for Zadrill. I thought it was yeah. kind of confusing, but once again, hey Seattle, like you could have picked this guy and traded him too. Zadrill to yes. go for McCabe or something. Well, they got like Stillman and Jones and. DeHaan and Nicholas Bodine and Murphy, they got a, they got Seth Jones. They got enough left-handed yeah. guys to play, so yeah, I don't know. Some... It's weird that they don't keep Zadarov, but because he's yeah. just solid and like, it's a big yeah, are you guys going play. going for it? Because like, I guess they're not. He's your ideal, or else you would have stuck out with him for yeah. a year. I would think he is your ideal fifth, sixth defenseman in the playoffs. Yeah, like he is six foot six, two hundred and thirty-five pounds. All he's going to be there for in the playoffs is to clear the front of the net and hit and just hit, basically hit. Use his big body. So I think Flames did well getting him for a third round pick. Chicago giving up Brendan Sod for a third round pick basically is pretty pathetic. So, yeah, Zadorov on the Flames is going to be real nice. Yes, it will. Yeah. Even though, exactly like, the kind of like the he, flames need, it, it doesn't help after the flames. Shit, it doesn't help the flames too, too much because, like, they technically need some sort of offense on defense. They got Noah Hannafin. They got and yeah, Rasmus Anderson. Get more points then, because Noah Hannafin hasn't really proved well, to be too great. Valimaki, but he's supposed but to be yeah, coming this, up this year. He's got to step up. He's yeah. got to step up. Um, Rasmus Anderson's got to get a little few more points because you ain't getting any points out of Zadarov or ten. No, no, you're not. None. <laughs> getting a combined ten points. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, should we move on to the Oilers deal here? This is a weird one to mm-hmm. me. Yeah, Ethan Bear sent to Carolina for Warren Fogle. 
Yeah, one for one, a hockey trade. Uh, yeah. This after deal for the fucking Canes. Yes, if after the Canes trade Jake Bean, I'm like, these guys are fucking stupid. And then they get Ethan Bear, I'm like, wow, these guys are actually pretty good at the business. <laughs> um, they turn Warren Fogle, who didn't even want to be there this year, into Ethan Bear. Um, one thing I know An- uh, Anaheim fans, um, Edmonton fans are screaming about this trade. They're not happy. There's a reason Ethan Bear is traded. Ken Holland said we all, we didn't need a fourth right-handed de- defenseman. So he considered Ethan Bear the the fourth, which means next year that Evan Bouchard is going to play in the NHL. It, like, we kind of already knew that. Like, this wasn't like, uh, oh my God, big surprise. But he's basically traded Ethan Bear's minutes away for a big winger. Just for Evan Bouchard is what I'm understanding on Edmonton's yeah. side of this trade. But Carolina get an awesome young right-handed D-man. They basically traded like for a right-handed Jake Bean. <laughs> yeah, they much. really did. So I don't mind this trade whatsoever. I think it's no nope. Carolina did great. I think it's a really good move for uh, Carolina. Yeah, and this really this it's trade not... really blew me away. Honestly, um, that kind of made me realize what well the direction that Edmonton's going here, like yeah, the opposite. Big. Like they were. <laughs> very defensive were they not trying to keep their defense solid like yes Larson, they're trying to keep the guys Larson there and... and yeah now we're just doing a 360 and we're saying let's make sure our forward group is amazing yeah. and we'll have mediocre defense so and this this was a trade that made that very clear and i was like oh okay i guess yes one uh, fogel yeah, by the didn't way didn't see that coming the whole no. cody cc tr- technically <laughs> you're trading cody cc for ethan bear yes which i found very very strange um, yeah very strange ethan bear already has that two million dollar contract for a year what is he gonna ask for after this like the same amount as cc like why the hell did you not just keep bear um yeah. but i guess if this is the only way you get fogel i'm somewhat okay with it yeah, I, I like Fogel. Like I really like Fogel. Like he's gonna help having him and Zach Hyman chilling beside Drysaddle and McDavid. Yeah, pushing like Nuge to the third line. Like, yeah, exactly. Goddamn, That's what I'm hearing. Go, like, they're here finally getting that offensive depth. So, and... like, yeah, you're gonna need Sam Rukov and these guys to step up, like, yes. for right now. Yes, for right now. All and of a sudden. They, so by the way, they if still you want to like really do good, so. They also need a goal. <laughs> so, Shocker, Edmonton needs hey, a goal. What, what, what <laughs> yeah, I heard this before. Uh, yeah, I think on the last one I said, watch them just completely miss out on all this shit. And, and they did. Here they are with Missing out no on options. all of it. Imagine Carolina, a team they <laughs> yeah, traded for. Smith again. Oh, That's going to be great. great. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah, it's a... Weird trade. I like it for both teams in a way. <laughs> I can't get off the thought of fuck. They don't have a goalie. This trade means nothing if they don't have a goalie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, exactly. Uh, hey, like hopefully they can drive our long over something. Yeah. Like I don't know where you go now. There's True. not very many options. Hell, David Ares is a better fucking option. Yeah, That's David Ares. Fuck. Um. Yeah, should we move on to? Yeah. Next this... one's a weird one. Oh, this one. St- I'm still don't know what to think of it. If Genny yeah, Dadnov but... is off to Vegas in exchange for a third rounder and Nick Holden. Before we analyze the trade, does this mean Patchretti's traded? <laughs> is Dadnov Patchretti's <laughs> replacement? 
I'm assuming so. Like, I, like I was saying, like you got to create. It's only way. Like, this That's is only way. Like Riley I'm... Smith and Pacioretty must be going one for of them. Eichel yeah. or something like that, yeah. or Dylan or Ryan Strome or one of them's going. If they're going to the Rangers, it's going to be one of those guys. But I don't see the Rangers taking on any more fucking wingers. Like how many goddamn wingers do you? They need? don't need wingers. Um, Especially so, Gallant like, there, he wants Capo Caco and Lafreniere playing top six roles each. So you only, yeah, exactly. and then you have Panarin and who's your other winger on that? Kreider. No, or move Kreider down. Okay. Like, it's, it's but, ridiculous how many guys. Yeah, have. it is. But like, I don't know. Like, I exactly, like, I I just did a, opened up their team quickly to see what the hell they got going on. And they have no cap space, one extra player. Um, you got Willie, Stephenson, Nick Waugh, and Brett Howden of your fucking centerman. You got yeah. four right. They're gonna sign Stone, Patrick Dan, too. And Smith and Touch, which is great. But like, so what? You're trading Smith or you're trading Pacioretty? Like you're trading somebody it's here. Just like this is not gonna work. <laughs> like, yeah, I wonder I'm if. So so confused. Like they have to be getting. So, like yeah, I don't know how they make the deal work with the Rangers to I get Ryan they... Strome. Because I, I want... see that as a more of an option than fucking yeah. Eichel. I wonder if they trade Smith to Buffalo for Eichel so Buffalo can flip Smith mm. for a pick, for like a second round pick or something. Yeah. Like that could be something, but Yeah, if they're getting if they're getting Eichel, like Patretti for surely is For sure is in that I, deal. I think that's yeah, exactly. Patretti and honestly Smith might be in it too. Unless um, they traded for Dandenoff to trade him for Eichel. That's what I'm wondering too. It would be odd Eichel race. But, it'd be I odd just, i don't know i don't know what once this again means. we're just talking about uh, fucking trading wingers for centermen what are these they're not why would a team do deals? that Fuck yes you. yes why would <laughs> a team do that chandler stevenson at least man you know yeah they're gonna take stevenson they're gonna take <laughs> like, yeah you gotta give up a center or so, yeah, or yeah. patrick they might take patrick and the deal they but. do have patrick now so that's pretty crazy so yes so, indeed indeed that is it. very it's an interesting piece. Very there. interesting trade. This whole trade is just like contra like or not controversy. Um conspiracy trades after it. Like we're galaxy braining the shit out of this trade. <laughs> but Yeah, because like this is just this It doesn't make sense. Now. This put it, you to the cap and now you're forced to like one hundred percent make a move. What if everybody so just looked at you and said, Fuck you, I'm not making a deal. Was, and that's you just going to like, the season like this? Like shit. Is this you their know? plan? Like, just, oh, Nolan Patrick's the center we need. It's like, okay, maybe. I don't hate it. But I don't like, hate yeah, it, but I don't love the idea. That's a big maybe, bud. That's a big risk. Um, but back on Ottawa's side of this trade, I think they did great getting rid of that cap hit. I know it's only two years. They get rid of a big cap hit. They get a really solid sixth, fifth, sixth level defenseman in Nick Holden. He could play top four, actually, in Ottawa. Um, and a third round pick. I think Ottawa kind of walked away pretty great on this one. I don't really know why they did this this year. I don't know why they signed Dadnov in the first place. Was where that's I was very confused. true. I, could, I was confused when they did that as well. But I like it made sense. Some, some older a, guys on the team, but I guess they don't want any older guys. Yeah, on the team this year, in, so in a really a basic on a really basic level, it's a good idea to get Dadnov. Like, oh, an older guy play with the young guys, just get them play better. He'll play solid. He's been a thirty goal 20 goal guys whole career why not mm-hmm. but like yeah deep down you're like okay ottawa already had like nine wingers or like yeah. s- at least oh, six they, just, they had at least six wingers alone trying to, to make sure. top nine yeah so 
That's definitely it. They definitely and they got a third and Holden, so I don't think it's that bad. Um, should we move on to the weirdest? Yeah, the Another one. weird trade to me. Yeah, uh, Hobie Baker award winner touted as the next Carlson Butcher <laughs> traded to Buffalo's as uh, well as a fifth rounder <laughs> for a bag of chips. Uh, that was well said. <laughs> Love it. Um, yeah, I don't know what New Jersey... I understand what New Jersey is doing with this, like, cap space, but, like, you couldn't get anything for Butcher? No, man, I guess he just fell, fell off a cliff. I've heard, nothing. I've heard... Yeah, they're so weird. I don't know what happened, but, yeah. I don't know. I would take him. Nothing. I'd trade the Mike Matheson for him. Yeah, I don't think Will Butcher's <laughs> going to be that bad. I mean, I think he'll I be okay think... in, in Buffalo. Yeah, like... Like yeah. they even retained money on him. Like yeah. wow. I don't know what this was. Like I do they just hate Will Butcher now? Like is he just like nothing? Do I teams think he... do all teams not like Will Butcher? Are we the Although maybe they his last fucking season as a seventh D man? I think that's his problem. Yeah, true. Yeah, they might be pissed off. He might be like, Fuck you guys, get me the hell out of yeah, here. Like, I don't wanna be here. better than this shit. You I guys... need to get the fuck out. Yeah, exactly. Like, I thought it was going to be like this. And they're just like, well, you didn't prove that it was like this. It's like, well, yeah. fuck you guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I think exactly. It's super weird. This is the best risk in the world Buffalo has just taken because it's zero yep. risk. Zero. Yeah. Something like, happened or else you're not paying to get rid of this guy. Exactly. And retaining money. So I, something I think... happened internally where he's clearly not the greatest. No, for sure. Like, to work with or something like that. Yeah. Like, Butcher's well, not awesome or something to deal with, and he didn't want to be there at all in the end. So, you know, both dis- disliked each other. So, this yeah. is what happened. Everybody knew about it. So, you have to pay to get rid of him. Super yeah, weird. Fair I enough. Know. I think he's going to be fine. I think he's going to play second, third line for Buffalo. Probably second behind Deline. Um, yeah, yeah, he's a perfect uh, replacement. For I mean, honestly, game. if he yeah. gets some, like, yeah, the, the big issue with Will Butcher is he's simply just scared he's afraid of getting hit and he's afraid of people coming at him it's kind of if he gets some confidence and puts on a bit of muscle very very solid top four top six kind of guy yeah like look at this guy 11 points in 23 games last year like what's yeah he's only 26 i don't understand he's also only 26 like yeah how is that bad like is is he is he like a shane goss's fear that nobody's noticed like is he that type yeah, of player no like offense only and just gives up when the puck isn't on his stick or yeah, something hey. like i don't know what's yeah. going on there i i really couldn't tell you that would make sense because like i thought they would be a lot better defensively with the group they had there especially yeah. getting ryan murray so like maybe yeah maybe he's not great at all defensively just and he's just not like i said there had to be some sort of there's gotta be each something other. Because, so. like, what the hell happened here? No, for <laughs> sure. guy's not worth nothing. He isn't worth nothing. And that's where I just came from with it all. I yeah. I thought they'd at least get a, a, a fourth-round pick or a third-round pick back or something. Yeah, hey, like, yeah. Something. Like I'm saying. He's worth fucking a second-round pick, but, like, he Dan, could be a third. Dan Vladar, who we're going to talk about here, played five games for Boston last year as a goalie. I know he's 23 and everything, and he got the a third-round pick. Later yeah so which i just yeah. spoiled the next trade by yeah, the way just, dan vladar for a third the darth blader for a third <laughs> round pick <laughs> i love I mean, this trade for we, calgary by the way i like it for both because 
the Bob, Bruins yeah, it's a win-win. losing him to waivers. And for Calgary, they got a guy who's possibly NHL caliber. Yeah, he's going to be a third slash backup this year for them yeah, with Markstrom. With, with Markstrom, they don't need a guy who's going to push him to contend. No, they they just need someone. To, I bet him and Tyler Parsons are going to battle for that backup job. Yeah, exactly. Sure. They need somebody who is just going to be there to give them a break and also put in a good performance when called upon. Yeah, and Boston yeah, no, had too I, many goalies. So. Exactly, and Boston were just going to lose them to waivers anyway, so they at least yeah. got something out of them. Yeah, no, this is really good for Calgary. Like they got Dustin Wolf, Dan- yeah, Dustin Daniel Wolf Slater. They even very signed good that goaltending core now. Yeah, they signed that Adam always Werner as well. Do you remember Adam Werner from uh, Colorado there? He stepped in and played yeah. pretty damn good. So, like, yeah, you have three backup options. You can just flip-flop these guys in and yeah. out. Later, it'll be the guy that'll sit there most the whole time, most Probably. likely. Because, like, he, he did good. I really like how he played. I like how his style and stuff like that. He'll be fine. Big goalie, 6'6". Six, six. And if that forces Marks from to play every most of the games, then that's fine. Mark, he's being paid enough. He should be playing them. Anyway, yeah, exactly. So. He is that caliber goalie that he should be able to. Yeah. So. Yeah. You don't. You don't yeah. need anybody great behind you. So. Some nope. more goalie trades coming up, though. This one, my second favorite trade, Vitek Vanasek back to Washington for a second round pick in 2023. Yeah. One thing I'll say like, too is the door to Seattle and then out back again to Washington. Yeah. I I know a lot of fans came out asking like, is this legal? Are they allowed to do this? They are allowed to trade a player back to their team if they don't retain any money, because um, there was there was a big issue like talking oh, about really? when price well when price when price was available their talk was oh my god what if Seattle takes price and trades him back to Montreal half retained for a first round and like a first and a second just to get price yeah, on five million that was like... but that's when Gary Bettman came out and said uh. Uh no, you, you can't do that. <laughs> that's yeah, against but the that rules. Yeah, been is that for like That's your, everything the rules involved of the instant or like is that like the first year like you pick this guy That's inst- for the next year you can't trade him back and retain him. You or- can't trade him back to the team that you signed the contract with and retain it all apparently. In I any never. team, any team can't do that. Like Arizona couldn't do that with Buffalo. Even like, it's not just a Kraken thing for a year. It's I'm pretty sure that's a rule now. Well, like, nobody's explored doing it, so they asked the question got asked for probably the first time this year to the higher-ups, yeah. and he just said, no, that's not in the rule book. You can't do that. That's against our policies. From, from so, what my impression was, I thought it was just simply, like, you can't do that acquisition, like, maybe, after Maybe, but I, from what I understood was when reading it was... Because I find it, it odd that you wouldn't be able to do it, because, like, like, what's the... How would you... The, isn't that using your cap space, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, as an take asset. Take the Van site and trade them back for a man or two retained and getting players back. Like, that's a complete separate trade. Like, you're not making a trade for the pick. That's why I'm wondering if it's, like... The first I mean, year, yeah. like after you pick them, you got a year, then you can trade them back or something. But I mean, it could yeah, be, but I'm not sure. Um, but I, I don't know. This one surprised me a little bit. Like they, they, everyone's bitching to at Seattle. Like, okay, well, you said to pass on a player, it was worth a first and a third, and then all of a sudden they call back, say, hey, can we reacquire this player? And they're like, yeah, give us a second. 
So that's where yeah, a lot exactly. of realistically what happened was is that they weren't expecting Grubauer to, to land um, Grubauer. Yeah. Which is kind of horseshit because from what I heard in his interview, they were they had good talks going and it yeah. seemed like they were pretty good with like possibly signing. They have he had like the best offer from the Kraken and stuff like that. Exactly. So like I don't like like I said, this is so weird, man. Like, what do you do in Seattle? I don't know what the Kraken is. Whatever doing. you did, you didn't do it right because like yeah. you could have like it, from that conversation it blew me away when Grubauer was saying like yeah no like it, the whole time we were it looked like it was like pretty good like I like the situation they were offering me more than everybody else and that was also the other thing and like the no move clause and stuff the security so like like what they just didn't realize they had the better offer going or something like that like this is just I'm very very confused with Seattle yeah yeah me too very very confused as well yeah weird moves so far so should speaking we, uh... of weird moves Darcy Kemper to Colorado in exchange for a first rounder and Connor Timmons, as and well Arizona retains a million of Kemper's contract. Uh, there's also a 2024 conditional third round pick. I don't know what the condition is. Um, I'm just seeing. I'm Arizona that. receives I'm... a 24 third round pick if Colorado wins the Stanley Cup. There you go. Um, oh, and Kemper has to play 50 percent of the games. Yes, playoff uh, games. So, I mean. I think okay, so it's an overpayment for Colorado, but Colorado didn't have a goalie for one, so it isn't an overpayment because you need a starting goalie. And they were in a bidding war with Edmonton, which is hilarious because Edmonton failed again. Um I think Arizona came off awesome because Kemper's my Kemper could, in my opinion, I think he could be a top three goalie in the NHL if he's healthy. I've yet to see him be healthy for a full season, though. It was my big issue. And I said the same thing about Grubauer um, last year. when And look at this year. He's healthy, and he was a Vezina finalist. So I think Darcy Kemp... Listen, Kemper is going to be awesome when he's playing for Colorado because Colorado is so good, and Kemper's a good goalie. But he yeah, needs to be healthy. I'm actually, Health is my biggest concern was... in this trade. I didn't realize he was uh, retained for a million dollars, so that's pretty damn nice for Colorado. Yeah, that's that's a I good. I can see why they had to give up what they had to give up. But for yeah. sure, uh, yeah. that's that's a good play by Zona, like unreal, awesome uh, work right there. Just hang out, hang out, hang out. Wait. Oh yeah, you guys don't want to pay this? Well, can't wait until he's the last one left, and there you're gonna yep. pay this. Oh, that's oh wait, exactly. you're gonna pay more. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, there's two of you. There's two Amazing. of you wanting this player. Uh, keep keep it coming because they offered me something better, and I'm five yep. minutes away from calling Edmonton and calling Ken Holland and saying, "Yeah, I'll take yep. your deal." So yep. add so add Connor Timmins or don't. <laughs> Basically, yeah, is what hey. they said. Um, I was, it, I'm kind of wondering if Colorado asked. Uh, like I like Kemper, I think more than Varlamov, but I I think if I could have traded that for Varlamov, I would have done that instead because he's got the extra year. Yeah, and healthy. But the whole retaining may not have happened there. So that's where no, I'm starting to have. notice that Lou that doesn't retain. Happen. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. No, it's, one thing I've noticed about this offseason though is there's 31 NHL teams bidding on players and then there's whatever Lou Lamorello's doing. He's just got his own little pool of players that he's talking to and doesn't talk to anyone else. <laughs> 
Yeah, he, he, right. He, like he's he, really he goes down his own hallway. Yes, people down exactly. Hallway and that's it. Best way to describe it. Um, but I think this is a good trade for Colorado. Like I said, if he yeah. can be, if Kemper's healthy, they definitely won this trade. Yeah, that that's what. Oh I'm yeah, saying. yeah. But yeah, Arizona great. got awesome stuff back. Connor Timmons is gonna be a good defenseman and a first round pick for next year. Can't be upset about that. I, I'm not sure if I can give uh, Colorado a win at all on this. I think this is way too sketchy all over the place. Um, he's that's yeah, why he I has said to if, stay healthy. He yeah, has that's, to stay healthy. That's, yeah, and you need a goalie next year too, and the year after that, year after that. So I well, don't they'll probably sign keep... him if he's healthy and solid. So well, they didn't retain him for a million dollars because they don't because they have room for fucking camper. That's true. So that's what I'm worried about. Unless they retain like. for space at the deadline. Because I know a yeah, lot of teams exactly, preemptively okay. can do that. They know they're going to be a top five team in the NHL. Like, they can go way, with Franco's in that, and they'll still be a top five team. Either way, real worried about the old Avalanche here. Yeah, Their top season has bit. not gone too, Great. too amazing. It's been very stressful to be an Avalanche fan. Yeah. Um, should we get into our second last trade? Yeah. So, Ryan Reeves... Headed to New York Rangers for a 2022 third round pick. Yeah, Vegas, Vegas doing the same thing again, saying, "Huh, this player's been with us forever. Let's just get rid of him for because he makes 1.6 million dollars or whatever it is." And the Rangers said, "Hey, right, Reeves, you don't like Tom Wilson, right? Good, <laughs> we don't either. Complete. They got our whole staff fired. Tom Wilson did. So come fight him." Yeah, that's basically how this trade bent down. Ideal. Yeah, um, I I don't mind it for the Rangers. Giving up a third is a little rich, but I mean, who gives a shit at the be all and end all? <laughs> it's really not that much. Ryan Reeves will be a fourth liner for the Rangers next year, so I don't have a problem with it. I don't think there's really yeah. much to say about it. Reeves is coming in just to make the Rangers tougher. Yeah, simple as that. It's that's basically it. all the Rangers have been doing this offseason. It's all they've been, yeah, that's literally that's what they've been doing. the only thing they need to do. Opener and then he won't play again. <laughs> like it's, yeah, you need meat and potatoes there, Rangers. We get it. We yeah. get it. Well, so especially because they're a younger it's team. Better, so it's better sense. work or something like that. Yep. Like, I don't know. For sure. Uh, so. Lastly, the Detroit Red Wings get Mitchell Stevens in exchange for a 2022 sixth-round pick. Yeah, depth, depth no room move. for him. No Tampa. room for him on Tampa. Exactly. Yeah, no room. Just another depth center. Yeah, he likes Stevie. Stevie likes him. Yeah, he might he'll play. get ice time in Detroit. So he might get ice time in Detroit. He's had bad injury problems, so as long as he can overcome that. Yeah, yeah. It's just simply for him. He has a better opportunity to actually exactly. play. Exactly. Now it doesn't seem like there's any healthy. light for him in Tampa. Yeah. Now so. if he's healthy, he has the opportunity. Yep. So, uh. Anyways, so that is all the trades that have happened, unless one has happened, like, I don't believe where that. I can refresh the page here, let me see. Nope, nothing new. So, uh, we're going to get right into the signings. I'm going to go list them by each team, and I'm not going to list everyone. So, if I pick your favorite team, and you're like, how come you didn't pick list this guy who's going to play in the AHL? Well, there's your answer. He's going to play in the AHL, so I don't really care that much. <laughs> So uh, let's start it. We're going to do it in alphabetical order. So we'll start with Anaheim. 
Anaheim really didn't do too much. They made a couple depth uh, signings in the AHL. Their most notable re-signing was Ryan Getzlaff signed to a $4.5 million cap hit for one more year. Um, and also Greg Patron, I guess, who was on League Min for one more year. Do you guys have anything else to add about Anaheim? I mean, I'm not surprised they kept Getzlaff. Yeah, and they got Getzlaff on a cheap deal, so. And may trade him at the deadline if Getzlaff wants to be traded. Yeah, so, exactly. I don't know. Whether Getzlaff wants to or not, so. I got really nothing yeah, on Anaheim. Yeah, that was not pretty good. Really it's a good, good offseason because they don't need to do anything. They just need to win. Yeah, exactly. They haven't, they haven't fucked anything up, so. Exactly. So yeah, no, it's nice to see that uh, they may may were able to work with Getzlaff there and be like, yeah, like we're we're okay with you leaving or whatever, and if you do want to leave, but just sign with us, so then we yeah. can like get something out of you, you know? Exactly, and, and we can we can that. direct where you want to go. Exactly, yeah. like as I think well he, too. Uh, so I think he also said, uh, yeah, he loves have, it like, there. Offers, no, no, guys. No, why wouldn't like, he? I have I love two, three offers. Getzlaff. Yeah, exactly. And he had like two, three offers at least for like probably three and a half mil for more than well, one year. And Edmonton so pushed, like, yeah, pushed the Anaheim, hardest. You can give me four and a half for this year and trade me at the deadline easy. Yeah, yeah Edmonton pushed extremely happy. hard, extremely hard for Getzlaff this year. So Yeah, I'm so mad they didn't get fucking Getzlaff, man. That I'm, I'm, I'm kind of happy. It's kind of funny because just Hopefully this whole, this whole offseason has been like, oh, we should get this player. Oh, we're in Canada. We can't. <laughs> so uh but i'm gonna move it right on to the arizona coyotes who have two notable signings in my opinion like there's some other ones that are pretty nothing but um they ended up signing carter hutton a goalie who was on buffalo last year i think he was on, yeah he's buffalo's backup goalie he's just there to have a contract he's a goalie he's someone to put on the pads for practice um, he's on a league min one-year deal. And then they also signed Ryan Dezingle, which is a surprising signing to me. 1.1 for one year. I don't know why it's yeah, surprising. It it's just surprising because like they're going to be bad. So are they going to trade yeah, him at the deadline? Be like they're just giving him a chance. but like, oh, It's kind of a suitcase nowadays. Yeah. Um, you guys have anything else on Arizona? They're pretty boring too, honestly. Yeah, no, I agree with everything you said. Yeah. Um, what do you mean? So excited to see if Louis Erickson and all these guys are going to Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, go ahead. And then uh, Boston. So they're one of the more busier teams. The one thing I do want to talk about before uh, we get into who they signed, let's talk about who they lost because they officially have lost David Krejci. He is going to Czech Republic to play. Big loss because now they need to fill that second line center. And I don't know if... Um, where's his name? What's his name? Coil. Uh, Coil. That's it. I, I don't know if Coil can do that. So, you know, nope. a big, big loss. Um, but they, they were very active. They extended Mike Riley to a three year, $9 million contract. So 3 million AAV. I think that's a fairly decent deal. I don't know about you guys. It's a little bit of an overpayment maybe, but I don't Slightly, know. Slightly, but yeah, not bad. I think he's a two and a half million dollar player for sure. He's also yeah, twenty seven, so like yeah, getting him and Forbert that was that's pretty yeah. nice. Those are good, good pieces right there. 
Well, I, I might as well talk about Forbert next. Um, oh, he, sorry, my bad. No, you're good. Uh, it works out perfect because he got the exact same contract as Mike Riley. He got a three-year, $9 million, so three AAV. Uh, so that is all the defensemen, notable defensemen they signed. Uh, and they also signed a new starting goalie. So Halak is injured right now, and there's a good chance he may not play again. So they ended up signing Linus Olmark, who I think is the steal um, in the goalie market, the biggest steal of the goalie market by the Bruins. Of course, it's the Bruins too. Signed to a four-year, $20 million deal, so $5 million AAV. Listen, this is the only bright spark Buffalo's had in how long? <laughs> in like three years. He has been yeah. so good for them. And I think he's going to be amazing for Boston, especially when they have Swayman behind him, potentially Rass yeah, coming back halfway through the season. Yeah, Buffalo or Boston's going to be amazing again. Um, and then just some yeah, forwards that... signing to Eric Howla, uh, Nick Felino, and Thomas Nosek. Thomas Nosek signs a two-year, $3.5 million deal, so 1.75 AAV. Uh, Eric Howla signs a two-year 4.75, which is 2.375 AAV. And Nick Foligno signs a two-year 3.8 AAV contract, so 7.6. Uh, yeah, you, God, uh, do I love those. Those are good signings. Um, love that shit. Like, that is just perfect. Boston being Fucking Boston. Boston. Yeah. Yes, Boston being Boston. Uh, great contracts. For a lot of these guys, like I said, Linus Olmark is the most notable player in this for sure. He is really good, and their new starting goalie. So I got nothing really to say about Boston, but great work by Don Sweeney. Mm, unfortunately, agreed. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like I'm so scared not having Krejci. That's yeah. That's so terrifying, much, though. That is terrifying. That's I'm not just a looking slight... at this team, and it's just like, yeah, it's. Coyle's not the second line center. He's not, so what, you're eh? putting Halla in there or what? And you don't I don't think Halla is that either. He's a third line guy. I think they're gonna try yeah. Coyle. They're gonna try Coyle up there for sure, I think. Or maybe Stanika. You know, he's Well, almost... that's the other thing. Hey, if they can use him like if he's if he's ready, like yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. If it he would can be. step up there and then you throw Halla on the wing. So yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what they do, but that's their only hole in their team. Like, they signed... A... And in all reality, it's not too big of a hole. It's not like, the end of the world. It's not that Coyle has to... It's not get, like Coyle's know, a bad player, points. too. Yeah. Yeah, but he can definitely do your, at least, Michael Backlund contribution yes. of being a second-line center, at least doing decent. He Maybe can win you face-offs and win puck battles and play defensively yeah. well. So yeah, it would just be really nice to keep him on the third line because that's why you guys have been so good lately. Yep. Um and do you guys have anything else on sorry, no. Boston? No, you're good. Okay. Uh now we're on to Buffalo, which I'm gonna list a couple names. All of them are league men, one year deals except for three. And one of them is basically a league men deal, so it doesn't matter. Are they all basically league men? They didn't pay anyone over one million dollars. Uh, they signed some guy, a lot of guys back, but like they got Asplin back on an uh eight, two years, eight thousand or eight hundred thousand dollar contract a year, which is a good contract for Asplin. I think he's gonna be a solid player. 
Uh, they got yeah, Mark Pissick to come back on a nine million dollar de- or nine hundred k deal for uh, one year. Aaron Dell league men one year. Craig Anderson league men one year. And then Vinny Henestrosa. This one kind of surprised me the most because I thought he'd go to like a, an, an actual team um, and not Buffalo. But he signed a one year one million dollar deal, so not too bad. And then they re-signed uh, Drake Kajula to a league men one year deal. So. Small work in Buffalo. Their average goalie age seems to be like 40, 35. Um, <laughs> At least they're not all trash. Yeah. I don't know. They're not trying to be good either. Like, I don't really want to say much about Buffalo because they're not really worth the breath. <laughs> like, they're going to be a bottom five team. That's We're just waiting for the Eichel trade. That's all I'm waiting yeah. for anyways. So. Yeah, exactly. That's going to tell the tale of Buffalo. Exactly. Um, let's move on to Calgary, who had, I'd say, three signings, I guess. They signed Brett Ritchie to a one-year 900K deal, who's a very I, – actually, I think we talked about – never mind. We talked about that last week anyways. So he's, he's nothing. He's just a dumb uh, option. And then they signed Trevor Lewis, 34 years old, one-year 800K. He's a depth deal. But their biggest yeah, – I like that depth piece. Good depth fourth liner. Like, he's – I. He's just going to play solid there. And then... Yeah, he's gotten older, but he's got lots of experience. Yeah. And now we have the man who has the Stanley Cup tax on him. Blake Coleman signs in Calgary. So this is our first big, sorry, second notable signing. Six years at $29 million, uh, which is a $4.9 million AAV. He's 29... He won two cups. That's he's all won two about. cups. He's he's a good player. Don't get me wrong. I love Blake Coleman. Love Blake Coleman. I love what he brings. He brings a lot of energy. He's got really good sneaky skill. Like he sometimes just pulls off the craziest moves. Like last year when he flipped the puck over someone's head just casually. Um, but that's a big overpayment for a guy. He's going to be 35 when that contract's up. I don't love it. And hopefully they came out to either trade it or buy it out. Yeah, so. they came out and said that he's a suitor player type player, which makes surprising because Kachuk isn't, but whatever. Um Yeah, no, I really, really like this for uh Calgary. Like you even long term wise. Really? Yeah, I love this. This is like wow. Like I didn't did not see this coming at all. I'm so I mean, happy I'm he was impressed. able to sign with this team. I'm impressed uh, they got him angelic. being a Canadian market. That's what I'm very impressed about. But go on. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Apparently, he's all hick-like, like Texas and stuff like that. So Calgary was an option in his world. Makes um, sense. But, he's from Texas, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, uh, I, I actually I really like this long term. Even like Interesting. I actually do because you. In three, four years, when the cap goes up a little bit, that four point nine is not going to mean as high too too much to to them. And it'll, I think it'll be he's a, a very athletic player. And yes. He's going to play until he's like fucking over forty. Yep. Okay. So I, he's a I, Swiss, I really like this Swiss Army just, knife too. By the way, yeah, who exactly. can play first line, second line, third it. line? He'll play good no matter where you play him. Yeah. That's and one thing I like about right him. in with the type of. Like, they just don't have that type of guy. Like, they have no, the they intangibles don't. with each player, but then they don't have that full package, and he's got the full package. 
Like everybody yeah. on their team can do all the things that Blake Coleman can do, but he's the only one on the team that can do all of that stuff. Yes, my you know? biggest worry so, is other than the massive amount of points or something like Johnny Goudreau or whatever. But right, I I still have a question. I don't have a problem with necessarily the player. I have more of a problem with the where you're spending your money at times with it in Calgary. Because I don't see – I love Blake Coleman. I think on most teams he can move the needle. I don't think in Calgary they can. Their problems are still with their big guys. So until they trade Monaghan or Goudreau, I don't like – No, I think their problem is simply Michael Backlund. That yeah, that's too. I, I don't know. Is, I don't like He is your second-line centerman, and that's why you lose. That's, I think Monaghan – Yeah. I don't think you look or talk to – maybe – if you can get a different centerman that's better than Monaghan, that's the only time I'm trading him. Other than that, yeah, like I'm not touching those three guys. They're no. too young, and I think they're yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't know. I'm just not a fan personally. I just think Monaghan's one of the most overrated centers out there. That's just my personal preference. Every time I've watched him, I've been disappointed um, with how he plays. He seems a little lazy too. Is my thing. I'm. Not a huge fan of that. He's definitely um, a step down to what you'd like him to be. Yes. Um, and I just don't think I, – I look at Calgary's team, I'm like, they're not going to get over the hump. I really don't see it. They're a very bang average team. Uh, Blake Coleman will help them, but I don't think a lot. It's not like I said, Suter will probably be fired halfway through the season anyways. So uh, do you guys have any notes else about Calgary? Sure I think to Carolina. I think this pushes them close to the playoffs here i'm not gonna i haven't checked out all the teams and stuff like that but i do think yeah i mean i'm still waiting for these these deals to be finalized before i look at every team and be like hey what's happening here so exactly um let's move on to carolina this is there's a lot there's a lot of signings they made and a lot of confusing ones so we'll kind of go through it uh let's go by position and we'll evaluate each position with them because they've made a lot of question mark moves mainly on goaltending defense so they get rid of all of their goalies and sign freddie anderson to a two-year nine million dollar contract four and a half aav as well as signing anti ranta to a two-year four million dollar deal two million aav so before we get into the rest of the signings what are you guys thoughts on this on the goalie switch because i think it's confused i'm confused (laughs) i'm not a big fan of it yeah, uh, Chase, do you have anything to say about before I go in and talk um, about him? It's so rattling. Like, yes, Mrazek played so good for you guys. Nadelkovic so played so good for you guys. Reimer played so good for you guys. Gone. Like, that's Gone. a growing tandem is what I yes. saw there. That's yep. a growing tandem. It's and you have a growing team. team. I just... I like Anderson. I love act. I love I Anderson, like Anderson, but jeez, man, what a weird scenario. Um, getting they, Ranta was kind of like that was. It had to be two goalies like that. Yes, yes, it did make you feel somewhat good about it. But this was just brutal, Carolina. What yeah, the fuck, are you guys doing? Yeah, it was just bad moves. Mrazek traded and... Delkovic for a third round pick, and that was it because Bernier didn't actually sign with you. Yep. Just because you didn't want to spend the money on him. Exactly. And you end up spending that money on fucking anti-Ranta. And and Anderson. Like, you yeah. didn't want to give him one or three million dollars, but you gave him, gave Ranta two or something like that. Like, yeah. Uh, I don't, 
it's so so weird but i do like the duo i really like Freddie i like him i think that might work really See, well and know it's funny i've i've been thinking Freddie to carolina for the past like two years now since the leafs talk of like oh we got to get rid of anderson we gotta get rid of anderson carolina has always seemed like the destination like where he's yeah going. Hey. i thought he was gonna end up there last year actually um i was a year too early that one makes sense but the cap hits really high i know it's only for two years but it's a lot of it's only like hit. four mil, isn't it? Four and a half. It's pretty I'm high for piss all for a goalie, man. Like, yeah, but he's injury prone. I'm oh, also dude. and I'm also comparing the fact that they should have kept Nadelkovich and Mrazek over, right? Yeah. I'm also putting that in the factor with the contract. If okay, so they're paying six and a half million for their two new goalies. Nadelkovich would have cost them, let's say, three and a half. Um. If they couldn't signed drop three. it, three. Yeah. He signed yeah. for three, so let's say three and a half, because that's what he was asking for. So you pay him three and a half, and you pay Morazic three for three years as well. Oh, would you look at that? Same amount of money for a younger, more experienced together tandem. And Nadelkovic is gonna be a stud. Like I, I don't know, it makes no sense. I like Ranta as a goalie when he's healthy. Problem is he's never healthy at all. Like when he's healthy, he's awesome, but he's healthy for twenty games a season. Freddie Anderson, too. I think take the pressure off of him, and he's a lot better goalie than people think he is. Um, my worry is the defense is in, in front of him. It's going to be real it's, nice. It'll it's going like to be real good. Anaheim again. Yeah, it will. My biggest issue is I'm hearing a lot of question marks about this past injury, where it could be very bad. Um, I don't know what this injury is. I'm waiting to hear more about his injury because there's a reason it kept him out of the net for how long. That yeah. doesn't just happen. Like, I know they, there's an off-season to rest and stuff, but what if it's a lingering issue that doesn't go away? That happens a lot with goalies. So that's where I'm. my question mark comes in is health in this goalie tandem. I, I don't and, see... And the fact that you lost Dougie Hamilton and you really yes, didn't replace yes. him very well and your defense was not as good. Like, I like yeah. their team and all that stuff. And what I said about their defense, like, it's they took be a big step like back. Anaheim, but it's... It's not going to be exactly like Anaheim because you no. love Dougie or something, you know? Yeah, so, they, they took a big step back this offseason. Relying on Gardner this year is going to be a little bit weird, but... Well, and relying on yet another guy who I'm about to bring up, Tony D'Angelo, a one-year, $1 million contract. Look, D'Angelo is an awesome offensive defenseman. He's useless in his own end, but he's a really offensive defenseman. This is a bad, this is a bad decision. This is a very bad call by Carolina. You, you I'm already, sure why they got him because they already have six defense and they have bear on that right side who does offensive things like d'angelo just as good and better defensively d'angelo is a cancer in the locker room like you don't add that to a team who's trying to get better and their argument was oh we've had trouble plays before and rob brindamore got the best of them it's like yeah he did but he's not a miracle worker <laughs> like Tony D'Angelo was worth $5 million to the Rangers. And they terminated his car or bought him out a year later and didn't allow him to play in our game strictly because Tony D'Angelo is a dick. <laughs> I don't understand this contract. That's the one that baffles me the most. I don't like it. I think this might hurt your team more than benefit your team, D'Angelo. Uh, Ian Cole, one year, $2.9 million uh he's a really solid defense defenseman he'll probably play uh third pairing mill so it's a little bit of an overpayment 
but at the same time they didn't get Dougie back, so it's not like it matters. So um, that's their yeah. As long as D'Angelo, if D'Angelo can step in, like then you got no worries really. If he, does he needs he needs to be a better teammate. Is first like, off too though. Like, yeah, hockey-wise, as long as he's getting points and doing stuff, they're going to be okay with that. True. The owner will and the GM will, but I guarantee that team won't win shit if he's a dick. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, well. and then they also signed Jordan Martin back to a three-year, $5.4 million deal, which is a $1.8 million AAV. This one surprised me because I heard by all accounts he was gone. Yeah, and okay. then he came back. This is a really good signing for them, by the way, too. I know 1.8 might sound a little rich by you, by a lot, but he is their energy on the ice, off the ice. Like, he's just the most important guy in that locker room, probably. And I'm surprised he got only 1.8. Yeah, so am I. So am I. So, um, do you guys have anything to add on Carolina other than the goaltending? Weird. Uh, nope. Thank you weird. for yep. Nadelkovich. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, let's move on to the Chicago Blackhawks. So we obviously, they really didn't do a whole, whole lot in the free agent market, that is. Obviously, we know about the Seth Jones they got. That's a big ad. But they also added Ujar Kara to a one-year, $1.95 million, or sorry, two-year, $1.95 million deal, which is a 900, just under a million dollar cap hit. And then they also signed Jake McCabe to a four-year, $16 million deal, $4 million cap hit. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on these two deals? Yuji Arkara obviously being a fourth-line, third-line kind of guy, and Jake McCabe probably a second parent D-man for this team. I, don't, I like the Jake McCabe move. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I, don't I like Jake it. McCabe, but I don't see why you didn't just keep Zadarov. Would he not have been... That's where I'm, my so question. Solid. Yeah, I think Jake McCabe, McCabe brings a little bit more than him. But well, he brings more to the table. But more to like, the table. He does not bring what Zadorov does defensively no. and like penalty kill wise and stuff. Like McCabe's sure. good. He's very, he's very two way, which very is something ways. that they go for. Yeah, they love their. Like two-way I don't guys. know. It doesn't look like Chicago wants a defenseman that just only plays defense. Yeah. Or else they would have kept him because, like, they even have Dehan. He's kind of classified more an offensive yeah, he's two-way more offensive guy, you know. Two-way. Like Connor Murphy's like truly the only guy that they've defensive, kept around that's actually yeah. defensive. So. <laughs> and I wouldn't be surprised if he's gone this offseason too. I really yeah, exactly. Be. And they might trade him because, yeah. So I don't know. I like I like the idea, and I like what they're going for here because maybe it should get a little bit more speed and two-way thought on your defense. Maybe that's going to help. Um, especially playing with all these forwards, yes, like super dynamic forwards and stuff like that. Super you can't just fast, have some creative dumb, forwards. Some dumb guy who doesn't know how to make a play on defense. Yeah, like, maybe that's what they're going for. So maybe that's why. Like I said, this could really work out very well for Chicago here, getting Jones. Yeah, these guys. Yeah, um, it's kind of a wait. Chicago's a wait and see team. Like I'm not believing in them until they show me. But uh, let's move on to Colorado. They didn't make a ton of moves. They were very quiet. The biggest move, obviously, they made was signing Gabriel Landeskog to an extension. Uh, an eight-year, $56 million extension, $7 million AAV. I think that's a good contract for him. It's a yep, big contract, but I think that's very fair value. Yeah, like the captain. Yes. Big old sigh of relief. <laughs> yes, yes. Holy shit. Like, there was a big fear they were going to lose him for 
nothing. He's there. Oh, it almost was guaranteed for a it little was. bit there. There was like, oh no, this might not actually work at all. I wasn't and too worried personally. I really thought in the end of it all, that's where he wanted to be. Landeskog. He didn't yeah, want to move hey. teams, right? And that is usually, especially in hockey, is a lot more has a lot more weight to it than other sports. Like like basketball and football, for example, they it doesn't hold as much weight when they say they want to stay somewhere as, yeah, exactly. as hockey. Hockey players want to be there because that's their home. Like, clearly he did want to stay because he, he took the first deal that they actually like first offered, real offer like they seven, gave him. We're going to give you $7 million. $7 million. That's where we, where we want to go. He just wanted the turn. Opposite. Yeah. And he finally actually – he got, he got them that. to bite the bullet on the eight years, and they said, okay, then you take our term. So yeah, hey. I, I don't mind it at all. I think it's a good contract, like especially for the next five years. It's a good contract, four or five years at least. So, um, yeah, and, I do actually agree with that. And then other signings they made, they made some depth signs to sign Darren Helm. Longtime Detroit Red Wing penalty killer. Um, yeah, what an asshole. <laughs> yeah, close to our rival team. Helm. I know, I find that funny. Um, <laughs> to a one-year, $1 million deal, I literally just explained what he is doing there. He is literally there to kill penalties. Um, I'm surprised Darren Helm is still playing. Me too. He's 34 and is not the fastest as he used to be. Um, he's a little rickety, but he's, he's, is he's he, awesome, is he, man. He's how is he at face-offs? He's actually face- decent at face-offs. He's decent? He's not amazing. He can't be a centerman, but like... What he's, about penalty he's, he's kill centerman? Damn good at face-off. Is he a good enough he's, penalty kill centerman? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Then that's a win right there. Day. You're the best one to ask because you've watched him play a hell of a lot more games than yeah. I have. Um, yeah. No, he's like as long as he he's just injuries. Like he's yeah. terrible with injuries. So that's just how he's it is. Also, because he blocks pucks all the time. Yeah. So I bet that's what they want him for. Here, we'll give you a million dollars to block like 80 shots this year. Um, yeah. And then they signed Tyson Jost to an extension as well, a two-year, $4 million deal, $2 million AAV. So Colorado, pretty quiet. Like we said, the biggest news was Landis Cog. So yep. let's let's move on to Columbus. Uh, again, a very quiet team. They signed some extensions of their own players, but no free agency market to the uh, besides one. They made actually they made a lot of extensions in on their team i just noticed so they extended uh alexander texier to a two-year three million dollar deal 1.5 aav i think it's a very good contract for a young 21 year old yeah no i think that's a fan-fucking-tastic contract yeah mm-hmm. um just kind of a it's a bridge deal prove yeah, it to exactly me. it's a bridge deal like yeah. hey we'll pay you a decent bit now and then you show us in a few years what you can do and you'll get your money yeah, and then they signed Boone Jenner, who has always been Mr. Old Reliable for Columbus. I like Boone Jenner a lot. I like Boone Jenner a lot, too. To a four-year... From everything I've heard is he's quite a good locker room guy, too. Yes, so. he's, their, he's their leader now that Felino's gone. Um, they signed him to a four-year, $50 million extension, 3.75 AAV. I think it's a good deal. Very good deal. Yeah, wait. Yeah, way to go. Way to not give him six years. Perfect. Yes. Good job. Yes, that is, and that's exactly and it. He's 29 over there. He's absolutely an intangible type of guy, right? Like, the, yeah. what he brings doesn't necessarily show in, in his performance night in and night out, but he brings... If you isocam him, you'll notice how valuable he is, but he doesn't do yep. it. He, he does a lot of little things perfect. 
and that's yeah, what you need. Exactly. He's your good. He's your shutdown he's winger. He's a shutdown. He's a shutdown winger. Is what he is. Yep. Center slash center. Um, yep. They signed Sean Corelli, who is their only free agent signing, I believe. Uh, yeah, yeah their only sick, guy. Man. That's a good signing. Four years, ten million dollar deal. Two point five AAV. I don't mind that at all. He's from Columbus. That was a big reason that he signed. He's probably going to play on a line with Boone Jenner on a shutdown line, honestly. Um, like yeah, I thought it was line. a little rich. Like he... A little rich, but he's coming home. They're not going to be a good team. They need to get to the cap floor with some yeah. guys, right? So they're they're not looking for a quick turnaround here in Columbus. They're going for a like a two-year, re, three-year rebuild type yeah um certainly i guess i lied there was one more player that they got in free agency back they got bayreuther who if you don't if you remember recognize that name he was picked by seattle and lost for free and they signed to a two-year league min deal yeah just a joke for for seattle Fans out there. Babe Ruth at first. I was no, surprised. Gavin Bayreuther or whatever. <laughs> Gavin Babe Ruth. Yeah, Gavin Babe Ruth, the hockey Babe Ruth. Um, yeah. And then they signed uh, Jake Bean to a three year, $7 million deal. That's a 2.33333333 cap hit. Very, very good deal for Jake Bean. Patrick Line signed his qualifying offer, so he is making $7.5 million for one year. Makes sense. Um, and then they give Zach Wierenski the big bucks. They sign him oh, to a yeah. six-year, $57.5 million extension. That is a $9.583333 million extension. Uh, I think the biggest reason they did this was a lot of teams were calling about Zach Wierenski, asking if he's available, and they answered it by saying, no, we're going to pay him $9.5 million. So I'm not against it. Um, yeah, I understand. I am. I'm sorry. I he's 24, six years takes him to he's 30. Nine and a half is a little rich, or a lot rich. <laughs> Probably but about a million, million and a half a for pay. With, with their hands caught behind their back, right? A like, it's bit. not like they're going to be pulling in big prospects. Yeah, I mean, he's an RFA. So like, I understand. Like giving him nine and a half mil for six years, like once again, Columbus, good job giving him six and not eight and stuff like yeah. that. Like this is this is fine for me. Like he wants yeah. to play there, he wanted to stay there. He's yeah, the term is nice. It. The term is like, very nice. He's still going to be worth this contract yeah. by the time yeah. his term's up. Yeah, he's twenty four, man. Like this is eight thousand times better than Jones. Yep. Uh, Jones. It's a bit pricey, and... but it's not not yeah. gonna fuck him so yeah exactly hey. and then like, next and i guarantee you next time we talk about zach Renzi's next contract we're gonna be like oh my god they just overpaid by f- how much for this defenseman because he's gonna be 30 and available so yeah i don't know man but yeah i don't know i just well, how i everybody's overpaid man everyone <laughs> is overpaid you guys doing? what do you guys think we need 10 million dollars jesus christ yeah yeah he's over yeah exactly i think it's a million too much but the term is or the length is very good for them um so just some tidy business work for columbus in their own uh dallas they have done uh very little as well but the most notable i guess they've done some decent depth signings the biggest name they did sign though was ryan Suter to a four-year 14.6 million dollar extension which is hilarious because he was just bought out for a huge payment 
$3.65 million cap hit. I think that's a fine cap hit for this year. Yeah. Maybe next year. But then the last year or two of this worries me. I wonder if he's going to fall off or not. I really don't know. <laughs> it depends. Depends how fast the yeah, game gets. Uh, if it gets even faster, he's fucked. <laughs> but, yeah. I don't know. Do you guys have any comments on Ryan Suter joining Dallas? Helps their top four this year. Oh, man. What a ball for him. I like it. Yeah. They're going for it now. Like, they want to win yeah. now, obviously. Yeah, I really so. like what they're doing here. This team's going to be they did some. Watch. They did some good... Solid. They did some good work. Um, they also signed Luke Glendening, the best face-off man in the NHL, um, mm. to a two-year, $3 million deal, 1.5 AAV. Um, That's so heartbreaking for the Wings, man. We're going to have, like, under 40% face-off percentage. Yeah, I know. He was, he was keeping like you afloat. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only one that you're like, okay, we need to win this draw. Who do we put out? Luke. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And then they also signed Braden Holtby, which we've already talked about, to a one-year, $2 million deal. That one's confusing to me because they have four goalies now who are NHL caliber. They've got Bishop, who's going to be hurt, to be fair. I mean, he's going to be hurt all year. Uh, Hudobin. Yeah, I wonder, like, do we have a big deal coming out of Dallas here soon or what? I wonder. Like I wonder if Hudobin's getting traded. They're kind of priming to trade one of these goalies. So I, I don't think so, it'll be but... Hudobin. I think they really, really like him. Like, I can I see him trading Jake Ottinger or something crazy. Oh, that would be nuts if they traded Ottinger. Because, like, like think of all, he might have Ottinger's could value. Be awesome. He might be able to steal somebody with. I do, I do know, though, if, if, they, traded, if they trade Ottinger, I, I know Dallas fans will not be happy. A lot of Dallas fans love Jake Ottinger and think he's going to be sick. So, I know they're very high on. in the NHL this year? Or what? He needs play in the NHL. Though is the thing that's where I'm confused about the Holtby signing. Like, why do you sign Holtby to be your third goalie? <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, they also signed Yanni Hockenpa to a three-year, four and a half million dollar uh, extension. To uh, it's a one point five uh, cap hit. I like yeah, Hockenpa making. Just making Carolina look bad. Yeah, again. Exactly. Another good right-handed defenseman (laughs) slipping through the cracks, which is hilarious. Traded Hayden Flurry for nothing now. Literally for nothing, yeah. So I like Hawkenpaw, though. I think he's going to be very good um, for Dallas as their sixth D-man. He replaces Jamie Alexiak very well. Just he's a right-handed Jamie Alexiak. And a little bit worse, obviously. But... um, that's pretty much all Dallas has done. Now we're moving on to the Detroit Red Wings. So, uh, they didn't. They did a, a lot of little stuff. Um, but I'll let Chase kind of discuss all of this. He'll give us the best, best uh, <laughs> reaction. So let's start it off right away. Sam Gagne and Calvin Pickard on league men one year deals, basically. Anything yeah, really. Uh, just sick to having Picard on our team. I don't know why we keep him, but like whatever. He's a yeah, he's a goalie. Spring goalie. Just in case somebody gets hurt, and we don't want to bring up yeah. somebody else. And pay, I don't know what the hell it is. Yeah. Um, Sam Gagne obviously he was gonna come back. I don't know why, but it was just obvious. Yeah. Explain there. Fair enough. That's about um, it. Like he's decent. All right. Uh, Jordan Osterley on a two-year, two-point-seven million dollar extension 1.35 cap hit uh what are your yeah, thoughts hey. on Osterley? 
Um, I've actually really liked this guy for like a long time, like a long, long time. I do he too. just was always just to say like on like when you do like NHL on those NHL games and stuff, I always ended up with this guy for yeah. quite, a, quite a few years. I don't know why, but uh, I really like him. That's perfect little extra guy. Like hopefully he's the reason we don't play the Kaiser. Yeah, yeah, no nice. kidding, hey. Like that's what I'm hoping for here. He played good um, on Arizona last year. Like he, yeah, he's actually he's found a good himself. Player. He looks like a solid player. He played with the University of Michigan or something. Like that. he's got ties back to us. So he's yeah, he did. Stoked, he played played for Western back, Michigan so. University in 2011. Yeah, so he's super stoked to come. I'm real excited about it too. See how yeah. it goes, I guess. No, he's a he's a very solid player. And then finally, the biggest player you guys signed, who I've been so excited for you to talk about, Pui Suter signs with the Detroit Red Wings. The 25-year-old signs a two-year, $6.5 million deal. That's a 3.25 cap hit. How are your thoughts on Pui Suter? I'm just smiling, buddy. Just I bet. I would be so right happy now. at that. He's so <laughs> solid. So solid. Yeah, like... God, he was fun to watch on Chicago last year, especially uh, picking up everybody's slack, everybody getting hurt, yes. nobody there. And there's Suter just being awesome. Uh, yeah. one, one thing I have to say is that, like, if we plan on playing him center, our faceoff percentage is definitely going to be 40%. <laughs> he's not great on he's the He's not a great center, no. He's a good player. <laughs> so, like, he can play center, but he's just not dot-wise. No, yeah, so. he doesn't win the draws but, a lot. Yeah, no, I love this because this is one thing I learned after this was made was that he played with Fabry and Bertuzzi back in, like, where was that, like, Guelph or something Wolf. like that. Uh, let's yeah. see where he played with them. Yeah, it was the Guelph Storm. Yeah, he played with those two and guys. Wolf, so, yeah. like, we can just bring that line back together. It's sweet to have a bunch of guys. Uh, a uh, bunch of check boys. Yeah. Like cash the checks, boys. <laughs> cash the checks. Let's do it. Hey. Oh. Fucking like I'm. This is cool. This is so cool. Like I, I think we're signing Andre Casse too because he's check. You know. Let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> Fucking a. Hopefully can't he can actually be healthy for a season. Yeah. Can't wait for these wings, man. Yeah. So uh, let's move on to Ken Holland and the Oilers. Uh, they made a lot, of, a lot more notable moves than most teams. Uh, so I'm just gonna rile them off here quick. So they signed Cody CC, which is fucking hilarious, to a four-year, thirteen million dollar deal, three point two five cap hit. Listen, Cody CC is a decent investment. Is he worth three point two five? No. Um, is if you give him two eight minutes, is he gonna be a, a problem? Yes. <laughs> But if you do, if you play Cody CC right, he will be a good defenseman. Whether Edmonton's the right destination, I don't necessarily think so. But I don't I think guess anybody we'll knows that one. Like I liked him in Pittsburgh, but I also talked about bringing him back to Pittsburgh on like a one and a half million dollar deal for like two years, <clears throat> not three point two five. So for four yeah, years, for four years, like I I think he's. I think he can be a useful defenseman, but the Oilers probably won't use him that way. Um, <laughs> they signed Tyson Berry back as well to a three-year, $13.5 million deal. It's a four-and-a-half AAV. I mean, he's just there to score points and be your power play quarterback. Yeah, that was a nice deal. That's good. good Decent deal. Under five. under five is a good deal, yeah. Especially, and he gets to play with Connor McDavid. So, 
I mean, it's a win for him. And then the big fish, they got Zach Hyman. They couldn't get the eight years and trade him from the Leafs. So they signed him to a seven-year, $38.5 million deal. Uh, it's five and a half AAV. He's going to play great with McDavid. He really will play good. He is not going to last this contract well whatsoever. Like seven years is a nightmare contract in length. Um, yeah, I like it. He's I like him. Hurt and all that yes, sort of stuff. Like, this is just a classic Kenny Holland. Like, what this, do you? This is uh, this in three, four so years. Gonna look good you're for gonna a few years, and that's for about it. yeah. For two years, I think it's gonna look really good, and then it's gonna start to slowly diminish for two years, and then the last three years, you're gonna be like, oh fuck, we still have Zach Hyman at five and a half. Yeah, yeah, it's like, gonna ouch. suck when he's injured all year, and then he yeah. comes back the next year, and you don't have room for him. Exactly. That's, that's exactly what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. Um, I don't know what year, but yeah. Exactly. What happens. And then, finally, they did sign their third-line center, 34-year-old Derek Ryan, to a two-year, $2.5 million deal, 1.25 AAV. It's a fine contract. It's under $1.5 million. I can't. You can't be too mad Good for contract. a third center. He's 34, so I don't know what you can expect too much out of him. I don't know. I don't. I didn't really. I didn't watch enough Calgary games to like. He's good on the draw, at least. He's decent yeah. on the draw. Yeah, I think that's why they got him. Is he right-handed? Because I know that's what. Yeah. They, yeah. Okay, that's why they got him. He's right-handed. They needed a right-handed center really bad, so I'm not surprised by that. I think it's a good deal then, strictly because he's right-handed. Uh, yeah. Do you guys have anything else on the Oilers, or can we move on? No, I think. Pretty good. Right. The only thing I can say is that I guess they just completely flipped the script here, like going all yeah, all offense. Like you said earlier, yeah, you did earlier about their defense. Like very strange. I don't like the defense anymore at all. And And apparently, yeah, apparently, like we said, uh, I guess Keith and Bouchard are playing top four minutes. Yeah, no kidding. Hey, I mean, I don't mind them playing together on the second pair. I mean, it might be okay. I'm saying yeah, hey. I say might with a grain of salt, but yeah. Um, move on to Florida though. They they didn't make too too many big moves. They made a lot of extensions. They didn't sign anyone in free agency. Uh, they signed Sam Bennett to a four year, seventeen point seven million dollar extension, uh, four point four AAV. If he plays like he did when he came over, there's a good contract. If he plays like he did in Calgary, they're gonna fucking hate this contract. So we'll, well wait and this and is see. the reason why he had to get out of Calgary. Right. Yes. He wanted this kind of money. He thinks he's worth it and he thinks he's good enough for it. So now he's yeah, he won when he wanted the ice time too. He thought he well, was exactly. worth That's the top I mean, six right? minutes. He he's, is he's we, this is what his value is, so he's gotta show it. Which I mean, yeah, based on what he did for them, it's probably right. But yeah, he needs to do it again. Consistent, exactly. Consistent. Exactly what you're saying, Jordan, is exactly what I have an issue with this is that he like you're saying, like he still needs to prove this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you Very doing? Very small like, sample what, are, are size. Are these NHL teams going to learn that, like, just because a guy played good for 20 games or one year, like, okay, he's worth $5 million. That's, Took him up yeah. Four years. Like, what if he doesn't play great next year? Yeah. Yeah. Like, gorgeous. So. Yeah. yeah, that is true. So, um, they also signed Brandon Montour to a three-year, ten and a half million dollar deal, three and a half AAV. This is yet another deal we can 
talk about same way we talked about Bennett. He came in, sucked. He was awful in Buffalo. Came in, played solid for Florida, so they paid him. Um, I want to see it again. Hopefully Florida knows what they're doing with these. Yeah. I like the I'm, Montour one more because he at least like shoots played right on a different team <laughs> yeah. and actually like yeah. played good with Anaheim and then went to Buffalo yeah, that's and true. just like everyone else just sucked balls and went to Florida and he was fine. So they're just like, okay, well, they, they didn't give him more than what he was making. He was making three, eight, seven, five. So he yeah. gave him a little bit less. He's 27. Fuck the guy probably could ask for a little bit more in all reality from somewhere else. So I really like it for Florida. I, I've always liked Montour. So yeah, I as long think, as he sticks to sticks true, exactly, he's got to keep, keep playing and consistent. That's the question mark. It's a good deal if he sticks true to how he was playing for them. Um, and then yet another one to talk about who they kind of maybe extended early. And this is an extension for that kicks in next year. By the way, guys, if Carter Verhage signs a three-year, twelve and a half million dollar deal, that's just over four million dollar cap hit. Um, I love Carter Verhage, don't get me wrong, but he's played one year and he played with Jonathan Huberdeau and he turned out to be pretty good. I mean, I'm pretty sure I could put up okay numbers playing with Jonathan Huberdeau. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, especially him, Jonathan Huberdeau of last year. Fuck like, me. the one of the players I would list if you're talking about elite wingers is Jonathan Huberdeau. So, absolutely, absolutely. One of the best wingers of last season. Yeah, one of the best, one of the best love wingers in the NHL. In the NHL, so I like Carter Hagee. This could be a bite in the ass contract if he doesn't do it again next year. And the three years, like, remaining. why would? Why would you again, wait? You just wait. Yeah, <laughs> give it a year. Wait? Like, pay him that if he does this again like next he'll year. He'll want more money or what? Yeah, like, I don't know. I, I like don't. If he plays good, that proves that I do give you this much money, not that yes. like. I give you more money because you played good again. Like, uh, yeah, once again, I'm so just, confused. I'm confused. <laughs> Very confusing deals in Florida, but they're going to be a good team next year. They still need to get the Sam Reinhardt deal done. I think that's going to get done through arbitration. Honestly, I think they'll give him a one year on arbitration, then extend him next year. Um, but I guess we'll wait and see what goes on there. But let's move on to LA because we're kind of extending on time. So I'm going to start trying going a little bit faster here. Um, so with LA, they didn't do it too, too much. Uh, they signed Garrett Sparks, who was the Leafs old goalie, to a league men deal. And they signed Alex Edler to a one-year, $3.5 million deal. I like that deal. Uh, there's no Me risk. Too. One year, if he really sucks and you need the cap space this year, you can probably trade him for probably for a third or something just for the experience of Edler. He'll play on the third yeah. pair. I've always been a big fan of Edler. Yeah, I like him. Um, I know he's older, obviously. Yeah, he's just five to the end of his career, realistically. That's just what happens. So we'll wait and see there. And then uh, they signed Andreas Athanasiu to a one-year $2.7 million deal. It's kind of a show-me deal as well. Uh, Leah Sanderson signed to a one-year $874,000 contract. Again, show-me deal, kind of like just short term and then their big fish they got philip Deneau, uh six years 33 million five and a half million dollar cap hit that's a big one um but what i did read was how shitty is it going to be for every other team in the nhl to play to try and score against the line that starts with oh kopitar one and then Deneau two <laughs> so yeah i don't super good signing that was awesome could be good super good spot for him 
my biggest issue with a cap hit is is you're paying five and a half million for a player that doesn't score. I know that's not what his role is. For all you fans are about to scream at me, on I know the he's Montreal a good Canadians. Yeah, that's score true. On the Montreal, I don't Canadians. think he's he ever going to score. I don't think he's going to score. Period. That much. Um, let's see. What's his goal high? What's his high in goals? Thirteen. At most, I see him hitting fifteen, probably. With that, yeah, way. like scoring wise, he's not like a goal scorer, but no. he can sure he's still he's like de- he's still he's good making points. Like he's he's solid. He may be more of the defensive center, but he can still make plays and stuff, and maybe yeah, a little he's been a ha- there. He's, he's been and, about uh, just over a half a point a game player, to, uh, and also a more offensive approach to the game in general in LA. Yeah, like they don't just play only play defense. So no, I uh, I know that. I think this um, is good for LA because I think this will shake off uh, the number one responsibilities basically off of Dan Owen. Technically, all you really have to do is play against the best. And the other guy, you won't have to worry about being bitched at for not getting points. Yeah, true. Because like um, you can, he's been your, a half a point player. Thirty, forty too. points a year. We're not going to complain because like you're not going to let in seven thousand goals right. or something like that. You know. Yeah. No. Or they it's got the... lots of wingers. They can make a third line that's that can get points. So like, yeah, I think this is very good. If they and utilize LA, him right, they've got a couple of years to figure out what's going on. So like, this is no risk really. Yeah, no. Um, I, I don't, I don't love it, but I don't hate it. Um, my biggest thing is with LA is they have struggled to score, and they went and got a defensive center. If they're looking to be better this year, I don't see, I don't see how it it doesn't make them better. Obviously, but I don't see how it helps them in the areas they were looking to improve this year. So I think it exactly helps those because now you have a guy that can worry about. Uh, defense and create a line that can worry about defense, and you can actually like have Kopitar and I still don't see where the goals are coming from. Players um, actually playing offense. I don't see where the goals come from in LA unless like um, Quentin Byfield just comes up and scores thirty right away, or Gabe Velarde scores like twenty and seventy points or whatever. Like I just don't know where their goals are going to actually come from. I know Victor Arvidsson, I like him. And he could probably score 20 or 30 if he's playing with the right guys. But I don't know. I guess we'll wait and see with LA. Uh, but let's move on to Minnesota, who were also fairly quiet in the offseason. Uh, they signed Dmitry Kulikov to a two-year, $4.5 million deal, uh, 2.25 AAV. I mean, he's going to play bottom role. He's He can play top four or second pairing, but I don't think he will. And he might, actually. They lost Susie and Suter, so... I may be wrong on that. Um, they signed Frederick Goudreau, who played for Pittsburgh last year, to a two-year, $2.4 million deal, uh, 1.2 AAV. I really like Frederick Goudreau. I think he's going to be a really good third-line player for this team. He's can score. He's not a scorer, but he can score some pretty big goals at times. Uh, they also signed Alex Goligoski to a one-year, $5 million deal. Um, that's who will <laughs> probably play in their top four, not Kulikov, now that I read it. I think that's an okay contract. It's a Minnesota's kind of probably trying to go for it again this year. Um, why not? Uh, well, if they are, this is a fucking brutal offseason, Minnesota. It what is. Are what are you yeah. guys doing? You're doing nothing. Jack Eichel. Team. You guys Jack. suck. What the hell's they're, going on? They're getting Jack Eichel, man. <laughs> so, yeah, very boring. Like a great idea. No, very boring offseason for Minnesota. Um, so, I'm just going to move on to Montreal. Um, 
And Montreal, they make three, I would say, or four signings, I'd say. Cedric Paquette's like a, I'm going to add in there. One-year 900K deal. I like him. He's your grinder. Mm-hmm. He's going to play fourth line. Um, just beat people up, basically, and cycle the puck. Uh, they signed David Savard to a four-year $14 million deal, $3.5 million. Uh, I've heard he's very excited to go there. He's going to replace Shea Weber with Shea Weber being really out like this year. I do too. It makes sense. It makes the most Quebec sense. Quebec native, I believe. Yes, he is a Quebec native. Um, so there's their francophone fucking player or whatever. Um, Joel Armia did your. Yeah, I. Oh, I don't. I didn't actually even add Joel Armia yet there. Um, but I'm getting to the forwards here. Oh, my bad. Um, no, you're good. Uh, so, yeah, David Savard, decent right-hand D. He'll replace Shea Weber's minutes this year, or Petrie's minutes, and Petrie will take Weber's minutes, however it works out. Uh, and then for forwards, the Montreal signed uh, Joel Armia, Matthew Pro, Mike Hoffman. Joel Armia is off four-year, $13.6 million deal, 3.4 AAV. Uh, Mike Hoffman, for three years, 13.5, so three years, 4.5 AAV. And then Perot is on one year, 950K. Uh, let's start with Perot. I mean, he's pretty, he, that's a really good deal for Matthew Perot. He's a penalty killer. He's going to play depth role. I know he's 33, but he's really reliable and valuable to your special teams, I would say. Uh, do you guys want to talk about Joel or Mia contract? Because that's a big one. Uh, quickly, I just, I like that Perot going there. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Yeah, I like Perot move a lot too. Like I'd probably like that more than a lot of these. The Armia contract is interesting. I I love Armia and what he brings, but for what this team needs, I think they shouldn't have done. Yeah, it's just a bit pricey. It's too pricey for what. Seems a bit pricey, but I don't know. I I don't mind it, but yeah, it's hard to judge because he can be there and he can also not be there. But when he is there, man, they're better. He's really hard to deal with. He he's is, so, but he's a third, fourth line guy. Is my yeah. problem for three point four? That's a lot of money yeah, for a third, but a fourth great line guy. Third line guy, like great third line. True, guy. but they have guys coming up too. I mean, it really depends. Like you need the size, man. Like this team's a bunch of babies. So <laughs> yeah, you need Armia. Like they had to me. They had to do this. They had to get Armia back because like they're just. What it, what it, like they already? Who else did they sign here? Mike Hoffman and Perot. I don't. Yeah, let's yeah, get into the like, Hoffman some, deal too. Let's get That's some a, beef going here. Like, yeah, you got, you're still just doing this again with a bunch of sly, quick forwards that have no like. You got Anderson, like Toffoli's kind of, but not really. Like these guys aren't too physical. So my my Gallagher, issue, like, they are. They have that reputation, but like when it comes to actually being on the ice and playing against them, they're not that difficult to play against. No, my biggest question mark is is why don't you try and look for a better center with Armia's money and Hoffman's money that you pay them? You have enough wingers is where I'm looking at Montreal's. Like, I get, like, they got some young centers who are going to be awesome. Like, I know Nick Suzuki's a stud, and I know Kakanami's probably going to be a really good second-line center. But you need someone to actually play second-line center, first-line right now. And to kind of mentor those guys a little bit further. So why would you pay Hoffman four and a half and Armia three point four when that's that's almost eight million dollars that you could pay for a center if I don't know. That's just where I'm at. Like 
I don't like. Montreal. I don't like how many wingers Montreal have. That's where I'm. Yeah. My issue is comes from with Montreal. It's my only problem with. Um, Army. I totally agree. But let's move on to Nashville. Um, we have sorry. Uh, they signed Dave Riddick to a one-year, one point two five million dollar deal. I think that's a very good contract to play behind. Uh, UC Soros. I, I got no issues with that Dave Riddick contract. No risk, no reward. Low risk, no reward. So, um, they and Nashville is the first team to sign a player from this draft to an entry level deal. They signed Zachary Lahoreau to a three year entry level deal, which is interesting that he was the first player ever signed to an extension out of this draft. But uh, we'll get into that when we talk about the draft. Uh, they signed Mikhail Granlin to a four year, twenty million dollar deal, five million AAV. And that's about it. <laughs> they really didn't do much. Nashville, very I wonder quiet. if the same thing's going to happen with Granlund. Oh, yeah, Sonia, you're doing so good. You're so awesome. And, oh, everything fell apart. We're going to have to trade you away. Sign I don't you. know why trade he was... Trade <laughs> Five million's rich for him right now. He's not yeah, shown like... at all that he's a good player in Nashville. Well, like, I like right. Granlund. I love Granlund. Like, when he was on Minnesota, I was... Like, I was talking about this guy more than anyone. I was like, this guy's a stud. Get him a good team. Get him a good team. He's going to light up points. Give me an 80-point guy. And then he goes to Nashville, and he does even worse. Like, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense for Nashville to make that deal to me. Yeah, like, just, I'm just, I look at what he was making before with the team, and you put yourself back in the same position, him being older. I don't know. Does it make actual sense you know yeah like, that's that's where i'm at doesn't make really much sense you're literally like oh yeah let's just pretend like three or four years ago didn't happen and that you're gonna redo this yeah like 100 um okay <laughs> <laughs> um and then but let's move on so we got the new jersey devils they made two notable signings i would say they signed jonathan bernier to a two-year 8.25 million dollar deal so four million dollar cap hit that's crazy to me that's a big cap hit for bernier um, I get he was awesome on a really bad team last year, but eh. yeah, <laughs> he's your backup goalie on this team. That's where I'm more like, what the fuck? Like they have, um, what's his name? He's just awesome. Um, Blackwood. Blackwood. So, and he's just uh, like amazing. I fucking love I Blackwood. Expect, but I really expected them to like, well, one, if Seattle would have taken like Hawken and but, like, go after one of these young goalies, Banachek yeah. or Kalkinen. I thought that's kind of where they would go because they could probably give up mm. uh, a pick or a prospect or whatever. My issue with that somebody is... somebody for the future, you know? like I, you're, That's where my Blackwood issue is, though. Blackwood is, is a future goalie. He's only, like, 25. Yeah, but, like, you don't know everything about him. Like, it's I think he's nice going to be good. very, very sure. Yeah, I'm not yeah but not I wouldn't... Very good, but I think... I like nice the idea of an older extra. goalie. I like the idea of a mentor to him. Yeah, but, no doubt, no doubt. But Bernie at four is a lot. Bernie at four yeah, to me is a lot. I'd pay him two, two and a half for two years for sure. But four? Three for sure. Three? Three for sure. So, oh, yeah. Um, and then obviously the big fish signs in New Jersey as well. Dougie Hamilton, $7 million, $63 million, seven year, $63 million deal, $9 million AAV. Uh, let's talk about this for a minute here, guys. Obviously, Dougie Hamilton's a stud. 
and we knew he was going to be making crazy money. How impressive is it that they were able to get Dougie Hamilton on a cheaper deal than Seth Jones when Dougie Hamilton was a UFA? <laughs> and like the same age, roughly, I think he was a year older than Seth Jones, uh, both right-handed perennial number one D-men. And he oh, makes less. Just a slow clap for uh, Fitzgerald. Just yes. a nice slow clap. Like, Very wow. Good deal. And uh, ha to all Carolina fans because rip. That sucks. That yeah, what is sucks. that? Four, four teams now where we're just laughing about Carolina? Good, oh, yes. Good job, guys. Good job. Good job, guys. Good, good job. Uh, pat, on, pat yourself on the back while you get your ass kicked out the door. They're fucking... Whatever it is I forget his name. They're, who's their coach or their GM? Sorry, Carolinas. I'm blanking. Damn it! I'm blanking. I'm so mad. Brindamore. the coach. Oh, is it Dundon? Yes, it's Dundon. Tom Dundon. Yeah, it is Dundon. Dundon. Oh, it's Dundon. What an idiot. Um, <laughs> but let's move on. So we got the Islanders who have done literally nothing but sign Mike Green. They're probably going to sign um, Paul Mary, but literally I they have not made a signing since July 17th. <laughs> so we'll move yeah, on. Yeah, all I can say is good yeah. job for Lou there. Like, wow, way to go. You've done yeah. super well having Johnny Boychuk on your I, uh, LPIR next yes. year. Like, you can sign Sezikis. You can sign fucking Paul Mary. You can sign Beauvillier. You can do all this stuff. You might even be able yeah. to sign a defenseman. Uh, Ryan Murray still sitting out there. I'm interested to see if they can get him or yeah. Well, Zidane I thought Ch- they were going to get Chara. Yeah, cool. I, I, so, I like, thought they were going to get Suter for a cheap deal. I thought Suter was going to go to the Islanders for a one year, one point five. Yeah, that's yeah, what was I was between, thinking. It was between him and Dallas for sure. Yeah. So, um, let's move on to the Rangers though, and just get some of these names. We uh, so they obviously they signed Barkley Goudreau to that deal we already talked about that last week uh they did a lot of depth signings here to very cheap deals uh they signed jared tenorti greg mckeg and dryden hunt to all under 900k for two years and then philip heidel they signed a young prospect two years 4.6 million uh 2.3 aav i think that's a decent contract it's again a bridge deal show me that you're worth more than two million and then they signed patrick nemeth to a three-year seven and a half million dollar deal uh 2.5 aav that's a little rich for patrick nemeth yeah that was pretty surprising hey yes very surprising he was on detroit last year was he not all year yeah and then we traded him to colorado to colorado right right um he did play decent in colorado now that i think about it um in the playoffs he was pretty decent but i don't know two and a half is a little rich for a 29 year old left defenseman you can kind of go with the bargain bucket and pick up 10 of them for 900k so that's where i'm at i'm waiting for the rangers to do something big still like trade strom or trade for eichel or some shit like that sounds like strom's out the door yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. But uh, let's move on to Ottawa, who, again, have done really nothing. They signed Michael Delzato to a three-year, $2.5 million deal, 800 or Sorry, that, I mixed that up. Uh, 
two-year, $4 million deal, so $2 million AAV. Again, a little rich for Del Zotto, but, I mean, it's not like they're going to be good right now anyways, Ottawa. And they signed Pontus Aberg and Cole uh, Sherwood to a one-year league men deal. So, again, Ottawa, we're just sitting and waiting until the season starts. Uh, Philadelphia, very quiet in free agency. Uh, are not very quiet, but they were quiet in free agency after making all those trades for demand. But they ended up signing Keith Yandel to a one-year $900, 900K contract, Nate Thompson to a one-year 800K, and Martin Jones to a one-year $2 million contract. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on the Keith Yandel going there? I'm not surprised one bit, but... No, I'm not really surprised at all. Um, I mean, no, if... that's good. I think it's very good. Point. Power power play one guy. He's going to play on their number one power play, third pairing defense. So, can't really be upset about yeah, that. Yeah, way better than Eric Gustafson. Way better than Eric Gustafson. And, I mean, for all the people that are like, well, he was, I swear he was going to Boston. His best friend is is uh, Kevin Hayes. <laughs> and they hang out all the time and all that. So, I kind of knew he would be going to Philly. It seemed pretty obvious to me anyways. Uh, but just good contracts for Philly. Like I said, they made most of their deals via trade. Uh, and then Pittsburgh, we're on two. I will just kind of go over. There really isn't much to talk about. They were very boring. We brought Dominic Simone back, who will probably play depth role. Uh, Evan Rodriguez came back on a one-year, $1 million deal. Again, it's kind of a depth player. Don't really give a shit. Um, Danton Heinen signs a one-year $1.1 million. This one caught me off guard, and it's kind of a low-risk, low, high reward. Hopefully he can play decent. I don't think he's going to be all that wonderful. I've yet to see Danton Heinen perform crazy good. Uh, anything else, you guys, with it? With that? Man, I, you guys signed uh, We signed Brock McGinn, McGinn too, who I was going to talk about. Um, oh, okay. Sorry. I, was, I thought you missed him. Like, no, no. <laughs> No, no, I was it's just like listening the to smaller signing ones. You guys made. Yeah, Brock McGinn is just Tanev 2.0, just cheaper. <laughs> That's what he is. Hell That's yeah, best way Hell I can yeah. describe him. I'm very happy about it because he's 27, four-year deal. Yeah, I was really worried one. at the start when I first saw the contract. I'm like, oh, fuck, what, what's Hexall doing? Then I went and read about him, and I watched some stuff on what he's good at, and I'm like, oh, oh man. Brock I'm not McGinn's upset awesome. at all. I've loved he's good. him forever, man. I've been watching him since he – before he even started uh with carolina and i had a lot i had high hopes for him but like the high hopes are who he is like he is yes. exactly he the is guy you need god he's awesome just yes the plugger that's great. just that's exactly why i described him as tanev yeah hey, replacement exactly. he's the tanev replacement cheaper, cheaper tanev, tanev replacement i love it so yeah. uh by than that but they on, uh, and, and like yeah you're right i'm kind of rattled Stun. see that coming i it's a cheap deal, well so I don't really care. Thing. It's a one-year yeah, cheap right. deal, so it's really like a no-risk kind of contract yeah. offer. So he's offensive, so maybe you can yeah. slide in with one of your top maybe, two. Based or... on it, yeah, with injury, if an injury happens, something. So we'll kind of see. Um, and then let's move on to San Jose. Again, very minuscule moves. They signed Nick Benino to a two-year, $4 million deal. Uh so it's two million AAV. Sorry, I, if I mixed it up there. And then they signed Andrew Cogliano to a one-year deal, uh, uh, one million dollars. And then James Reimer signed to be 
probably their starting goalie next year at two year four and a half million dollar deal so 2.25 aav uh thoughts on san jose's offseason very dull so far but yeah quite dull yeah i like the moves like good they're good moves it's just my question is like what are they like hill and reimer should do half ass okay and the biggest signing oh, yeah, here is probably hill too. Uh, the biggest signings here are probably Rudolph Balsers and uh, Jonathan Dolan. Yeah, I would say oh, would probably I forgot be the about them because if those guys can actually get into the lineup and start getting some goddamn points, this team could look way, way better than last year. Because last yes. year was just a shit show. So I, I thought... think they're heading in the right direction of not being so shitty last year. Yeah, true. Um trying to just get younger and better and i think they're still gonna be a bottom team don't get me wrong but uh moving on to seattle uh fairly busy considering in the offseason uh they made a lot of big splashes or three big splashes they signed alex wenberg to a three-year 13.5 million dollar deal so four and a half aav uh i like that deal uh well yeah man it's a little, that's so awesome little He's rich be the next uh carlson because apparently yeah i know i thought i remember him being not too impressed about not going to vegas or vegas not wanting him yeah so i'm not shocked that he's going here i i got talked about it a little bit but yeah, like did. i didn't really think it would happen and like it actually happened like wow yeah. cool like cool. i want to see this so bad i loved wenberg and carlson when they were in columbus and yes, like they're this both is sweet good. man like i hope he can actually do what carlson did so do like, i He's not going to score 40 goals, but like he might no. be able to blow you up with 60 assists here because he's... He could. He, that, he that's could. all he can do. <laughs> well, and like, like if if he's playing with like Eberle, like what if Eberle puts yeah, up like Eberle 30? Yeah, Eberle Schwartz or something? Like, yeah. Who's the, Eberle who's, and Schwartz on a line is going to be fucking sweet. Yeah, which I'll talk about him next. Jin Schwartz, five years, $27.5 million deal, five and a half AAV. We knew this was happening. I think this was kind of leaked beforehand. Like, Seattle really wants Schwartz. Schwartz wants to go to Seattle. Um, yeah, and then there was, like, those three days in between where all of a sudden you didn't hear anything. And yeah. All of a sudden you heard things about Schwartz talking to these guys and that guy. And I'm just like, well, what? Uh-oh, yeah. uh-oh. <laughs> I was never worried. I figured he was going to Seattle. It just made sense to me. Um, I, it's a good contract. Very good contract. Five and a half. It's what he's worth for five years. Might yeah, a little bit long for a little bit long, like four years would be better, but it's an extra mm-hmm. year. Who can complain? And then Philip Grubauer, they signed the second Vesna, or set Vesna finalist to not stay on the same team. <laughs> Philip Grubauer, six year, three, $35.4 million deal uh, with a 5.9 AAV. So he's making like Markstrom and Bennington money for six years, basically similar to the Markstrom deal. I don't yeah. hate it. I don't absolutely love it because he's yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm scared, guys. That's six years, guys. Twenty nine. Yes. Like, uh, he's already had some injury good. problems. Don't get me wrong, though. Grubauer could be sick. Like this could turn out to be like an awesome deal. This really could. Oh, for sure. This is a very wait and see. If he can hold, if his body can hold up, I think he should be okay this is again like Kemper and Ranta and like yeah. though he's in that mold of players where like Freddie Anderson they're very good goalies but they don't stay healthy ever yeah like this so it's a little worrying is on year four 
or I guess technically start of year five. This will look like Jonathan Quick probably. And yeah, that's what um, I'm. That's what I'm worried about because Jonathan yeah, Quick's not that old, but he's only like 34, 35. Yes. Difference so is though, Quick is going to be there. Hey, so but and Quick exactly had his cops. injury problems and stuff, so I'm worried. Yeah. Worried about this. There's length. that, and and Jonathan Quick to defend him. There, he had two cups after he signed the big extension, so he earned his contract a lot more. So, oh yeah, definitely. But his age and the no, no, it, the comparison. He still got two years left, and he's not much of a goalie at five point eight five or something like that. Yeah, so, like, for sure. I just I see this happening to the Drew comparison. Bauer. Yep. Uh, let's move on to St. Louis. Uh, they made two. I guess yeah, two signings. I guess I would say are big signings. Um, the one we basically already talked about, Pavel Buchnevich. He signed a contract. Uh, four years, twenty three million. Uh, it's 5.8 AAV, so yeah, it's closer to 6. I, I get he's being paid to score. He better continue to put up 20, 30 goals-ish. That's yeah. all I can say if about it. We kind of discussed Yeah, yeah exactly. we, we talked about it. So. We talked about it more in depth in the trade. And then Brandon Saad, this one caught me completely off guard. I didn't think he was going to St. Louis one bit. Like, not an ounce of my body was like, yeah, yeah, St. Louis is a team. Uh, five year, twenty two point five million, four and a half AAV. A very good contract for Saad. Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I never saw the money working. So like, I never that, really yeah. actually thought that he would go to St. Louis. Like, I like him as like he fits right in with St. Louis. Yes. But I didn't realize that they would end up having the money to do such a thing. So like, awesome, like super amazing signing for. I uh, I St. thought Louis. the getting him at four and a half like that is mint. Man, yeah, I thought well the done. Leafs were getting him, honestly. The way they were pressing, they really wanted Sod. And I thought they were going to give him like $5 million to for The Leafs seven don't have years. any room for anything right now, man. They have enough to sign they have for no, five. They have no money. They would have. Right no, but they would have before Morazic. Before they so signed Morazic. Well, I thought they were going to get a cheaper goalie than Morazic. What I was thinking. How cheap do you want a goalie? The guy got three. I'm not like, saying no. That's I'm fucking cheap, man. You also, got, <laughs> you also got to think being in the mind. You also got to put yourself in the mind of these GMs. Put look at Dubis. What like I didn't think he was going to shell out three million for a goalie. He overpaid for his forwards. He's probably going to do it again. Free agency. <laughs> like I don't know. In my eyes, I just didn't see Dubis making like a logical play. I really don't think he's that great of a GM. <laughs> All being said, I like how we're talking about St. Louis and the Leafs are brought up, but sound like TSN. Uh, but yeah, that's all the St. Louis did. They they didn't do much else. They signed a lot of depth. Um, uh, yeah, Tam- watch out for this team, hey? Yeah, they could be sneaky good this year. Like just four yeah. lines rolling all the time, like yeah. Vegas's old motto. Those two do, do two additions and Saad and Busnevich are pretty pretty good. Nice, it is nice. They still don't have like a superstar forward, but they didn't win a cup with a superstar forward. So yeah, exactly. Um, Tampa Bay. Before we continue, I really need to go to the bathroom. So are you guys good to just finish these last couple teams? Yes, yes, we can okay. go through these last couple teams. Yeah. Here. All right, guys. I will catch you next week then. All right. We See ya. Peace out. All right. Peace, guys. Um. So Tampa Bay, we got uh, they signed Corey Perry to a two year two two million dollar deal, uh, one million dollars AAV, which is hilarious because if you can't beat him, 
join him. <laughs> yeah, hey. That's two awesome. two times he can't beat Tampa, so he says, fuck it. I'm just going to go play in Tampa. Um, he's going to do awesome there, Corey Perry. The way they're going to play him, I've got zero worries. Uh, they signed Zach Bogosian back as well, so uh, to a three-year, $2.5 million deal, so eight eight hundred and fifty. Million or eight hundred and fifty thousand, sorry, uh, for three years. That's a that's a good deal too. He's gonna play that sixth, seventh defenseman role. Yeah, yeah, kicking it old school. I I really like, and they didn't really do too too much. Like I, it's easier to talk about depth Tampa roles because they need to fill out their bottom six less, like still. So like Charles Houdon, he might actually get some games in on Tampa. He might play a lot. Um. They also signed Ellie, who's uh, 26. He could get some minutes. Uh, Alex Bear Boulay, who's a rook or a young prospect for them, three years, 750k. I think that's pretty good. Uh, but obviously, I'm missing big extension. People are screaming at to listen to. Uh, Braden Point signs an eight-year, 76 million dollar extension, uh, nine and a half AAV. He has earned every penny that he has got i think this is a good contract this is a great contract for for point i get he'll be 34 when it ends but yeah this is just what happens when you you yeah. won two cups like you what you won two more. cups he was making six eight or whatever like yeah, yeah it's just like, I, great deal like great happens, deal so. it's it's exactly what you're saying it's what happens i like the deal long term as well like uh you, you might suck the last two years but Oh well, <laughs> he got he gave you two cups. Yeah, he's the yeah. Like, him and Kucherov are like the biggest live. reasons to. Yeah, it's really hard to live up to nine and a half million dollars every year, and that's what I think teams got to get through their head is that you've got to be playing lights out if you're paying if like you make that much money you have to be playing lights out every year. And, and if you're not, then it's just kind of like see. And I'm comparing him to the rest great. of the league, and I think that's a steal of a contract compared to most contracts yeah, because NHL, not everybody right? actually does good every year so like it's just yeah like i said i just don't like that we give out this much money i time. don't either but i also compare it to gms and what they're going to do anyways it's gonna yeah, happen anyways like how the league's going and stuff like that like you know just how Kane it goes right they haven't lived up to their contract every year but they do sometimes you know and also a big argument for them is they won like there would be yeah, way exactly. more uproar like, yeah. if they left for nothing after winning three cups. So, exactly. like, there's your superstar players that you got to keep, especially if you win. If you win, you just pay them what they ask for, for the most yeah. part. You just say, you know what? You've done everything we've asked you to at this point. You want us cups. What do you want? And you do mm-hmm. it. You just sign the contract. That's basically all you do as a GM, right? Yep. In these scenarios. Uh, moving down, we got the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, very quiet as well. Uh, we did talk about they signed Peter Morazic as their backup. I do like this signing. I know it sounded like I didn't. Um, I also didn't think they were going to pay this much because I thought Morazic was going other places to be a starting goalie, more or less. Not that I would. thought he'd get. I thought he'd get four mil somewhere. So did I. That's where I'm. Conf- that's why I, I didn't see the money. Over, I didn't see the money working for the Leafs and getting him at at this but they did it yeah three, exactly three years 3.8 a year um I, that's a good contract he's played a tandem role his whole life why not do it again with jack campbell yeah so yeah. um 
They also signed David Kampf, who signed two years, $3 million deal, so 1.5. I saw a lot of people flipping out about this, but then I did more research on him too. He is an elite penalty kill specialist, and he was probably Chicago's best defensive player. Uh, and that's including their defenseman last year. <laughs> so yeah, no, I really he's like really that. good, he's, he's really solid, but... good penalty killer, really good depth guy. Yeah, just really hard to give anybody that much money yes. on the Maple Leafs right now. It but is, and that's that's exactly it. So, but I I think by what it's all sounding like, the Leafs are talking like we're rolling back the same team we got unlucky last year. That's how they're talking. That they just well heard that he wants uh he's trading or getting a top six guy that's he's gonna get a top six guy for sure for sure but but... that's because they lost hyman like heim that would be the hyman replacement right i I know what you mean but i don't know how um with their cap situation but i mean they signed michael bunting i'm hearing he might play with matthews and marner next year yeah exactly he's a good like they got him real cheap, so I can understand the giving and he scored, the money because you probably yeah. should have paid 1.9 for bunting for one yes. year, not for two. Yes. So that's pretty amazing. I think he's he like scored a hometown 10. guy, kind of, isn't he? Uh, he's not. I don't, or he might be. Yeah, Toronto. I think Ontario. he is. Yeah, yeah. he's Toronto. Um, yeah. He's so, also – there's also a connection awesome. with Dubis knows him because he had him on his Greyhounds team. So that's a big reason too. He scored 10 goals last year in 20 games. That's nothing to like. Yeah, he, that's that's he a good. Up, he could be really good. He could be a sneaky good player. I'm not holding out hope though. Like you can't bank on him to get 20 goals next year. Is is the thing. You can hope and hope he plays awesome. But probably not. Um they also signed Curtis Gabriel and Michael Amadeo to league min contracts. Um, who else did they get? They they signed um Josh Hosang to a PTO, which is interesting. Um, I wonder if he's actually gonna make the team next year. Guess we'll find out. The Leafs are very quiet. They're probably gonna trade for a winger at some point here soon. Uh, and the only option that I see out there is basically Raquel. If you actually want to like yeah. do something, because there is or, literally nobody out there that has like a three million dollar contract that you can actually take on and well, not trade several people away like you're still gonna have to trade like a makiev engvel okay, yeah. like two two of those guys just to get i think on they want engvel Raquel. out to be fair i think yeah. engvel needs to be in that trade just for toronto's sake um yeah. and well how much is bertuzzi making because i i wouldn't be surprised if they battle hard to get bertuzzi they're not getting bertuzzi you don't, I don't think, think we'll so? Give him up. No, we're not giving him up. Oh, I think no way. Might. We just traded for Suter, man, who played with Bertuzzi and Fabry. Like we have, there's yeah. no way. I don't think there's any chance he's actually getting traded. I think that hype was just people being interested in it. There's no way you get him off our hands unless you really pay it, pay up for him. They might. You never know. And like he's probably gonna want more than they can pay. Like he'll oh, want for more sure. than Alexander Kerfoot. And like like I said, this team has no funny whatsoever no they don't i i wonder kerf was traded um as well just for cap that'd be um that'd be pretty crazy and let's but let's move on to probably ugh, i don't even know how to describe it the worst gm to have a phone on this day uh vancouver connects jim benning 
I'm gonna. He signed so many guys on this day. A lot of depth signings. Don't get me wrong, but I think he signed 15 guys <laughs> on free agent day. So it's a lot. It's a lot. He signed Suter, Brandon Suter, to a one-year, $1.1 million deal. Not bad. Yeah, super good job. I, that's awesome. Way to go. He got to some. He up. got some good deals. Um, but some very not. Uh, Di Giuseppe signed on a league min. Uh, Brad Hunt on a league min. He signed Yaroslav Halak on a one year. Wait, I'm so confused. It says one, one year. year. One, 1. But he says 1.5, but I, cap friendly fucked up here because it says his value is 3 million unless he has a sign. Yeah, bonus does that or have something. anything to do with like I don't know what that does. Contract, like, Maybe it might be. That how that works that you like. You get he actually extra. does make that much, but his cap hits less because he's plus 35 or something. Maybe. I guess that's I think what that's it like is. a new thing. Yeah, yeah it's weird. Um, they signed Nick Patan as well to a league man. Uh, a lot of... Well, I bet guys. Leafs fans are just pissed about oh, that. I thought I know. he was their best prospect, eh? Oh, fuck no, he's not. <laughs> yeah. Um, Justin Bailey, league man. Uh, Justin Dowling on a two-year league man. And then Tucker Pullman, four years, $10 million, 2.5. This is a bad deal. This is a bad deal. Ooh, that looks just terrible. Like It looks was, awful. Since, since when was he worth that much? Like He was hardly finding time in he was Winnipeg finding, to play. Yeah, and they have the, probably the worst like decor last year. Last year's yeah, decor. Was, they probably had top five worst decors on paper like I, for sure. I used to really love Pullman, but like I've noticed, he's just yeah, he's not that consistent, not he's that not great. great. Like, he's not two and a half million dollars. He's twenty eight as well. It's not like they're signing a twenty six year old who's like, oh, maybe he'll he'll pop off and no, he's not. He's not a good player. Yeah. He's not like I don't want to be like rude to Tucker Pullman. I'm sure he's a great guy and all, but like for that money, Vancouver's stupid. Uh, yeah, it seems a little intense. Especially when they sign Luke Shen to a two-year deal at 850k. Why do you need Tucker Pullman when you have Luke Shen? Yeah. Right? Like, and that's what confused me a lot. Uh, they also signed Travis Hamanek to a two-year, $3 million AAV. That's pretty rich, but Hamanek's worth it. I see a lot yeah, of that's people... Reasonable. I A lot of people undervalue Travis Hamanek, and I don't understand. I get it. He signed on League Min last year, PTO. But that's because he wanted this type of money, and no team teams were too scared yeah, yeah. to pay money to to anyone. It wasn't even because of who he is. So, um, and then obviously the Garland extension, which we've talked about in depth, five years, just under five million a season. He, he signed a lot of players. Vancouver most will play in the AHL, probably eighty percent, and the rest will get a chance. I like the Hamonic deal, ain't bad. Suter's deal is a good deal because of what he brings on the fourth line. Um, a lot yeah, of league man deals, but the Tucker Poolman is like really, that's kind of a bad deal. Um, strange, very strange. Let's move on to Vegas. Uh, they didn't make a ton of moves. They signed Sven Berchi to a one-year league min, uh, which is funny because I remember when like Vancouver fans thought he was just the greatest. Um, Alec Martinez re-signs in Vegas with a three-year $15.7 million deal, uh, which is a 5.25 AAV. That's a lot for a 33-year-old left defenseman. I do like Alec Martinez. I think he's 
really good. But that, I don't know. The term isn't awful. Like, are the, the years isn't terrible. Five million might be a little rich for him. I don't know. I like that. I think he's worth that. I think he's just worth five two five. If he's, it's just yeah, maybe not the last year of the contract. Yeah, the last year's gonna hurt. It. Um, that's but why that I might be okay for Vegas because they could maybe trade him pretty easily too. They probably some. will. Yeah, knowing them, they'll trade him and then he'll find out about it on Twitter the next day. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then they signed uh, Laurent Bressois to a two-year, four point six million dollar deal. So a uh, 2.3 AAV. Again, I think that was maybe a little rich. He didn't play great for Winnipeg last year. He was okay. Yeah, I didn't. But I think it's a little bit. Yeah, he, like he looked really good last year. Like he really found himself. But was he? I didn't yeah. see that coming. Yeah, I didn't see that much money coming in Vegas. But I mean, he's Leonard's a starting goalie, so it don't matter. Um, and then they signed Matthias Yanmart as well to a one-year, two million dollar deal. I think it's a great deal for Yanmart. Um, yeah, he must fair. have wanted to stay. He must exactly. I feel like they wanted. To, they they felt like they should have won this year, which can't blame them. <laughs> they had all the opportunity. Uh, but let's move on to Washington. It's a shame we can't talk about the OV extension with Jordan. Um, but let's get into it right now. Alex Ovechkin signs a five-year, forty-seven and a half million dollar contract, nine and a half AAV. Reason he signed this was for Wayne Gretzky <laughs> to break Wayne Gretzky's record. Um, and he's the best goal scorer in the NHL or of all time, like without a doubt. I am very impressed. Washington got him cheaper than ten. To be honest, very impressed they did that. Oh yeah, I was I, really hoping he was going to get less than this. I, I thought this so was, was going to get. But like, I yeah. heard see, and I heard rumblings that it was eleven million. And I hadn't heard a nine and a half. Like I'd I'd heard more from reliable sources saying like he's not he's gonna get eleven eleven and a half. Like he might get close to McDavid money, um, for four years, three years or something is what I was hearing. And I'm like holy shit. But I so I think they did pretty good getting him under ten. Again, this is your player you just don't let go, right? Like you let him retire a capital no matter the cost. You try and get him to win the record. Go for another cup in the next three years while he's still scoring at a good pace. I got really nothing else to say about the Ovi contract. It's just a good player getting a contract what he wants. <laughs> He'll play all those years in the NHL. So Yeah, exactly. So not a bad contract. This time Matt Irwin as well to a league min deal. Um, as well as Lucas Johnson, uh Johansson or whatever to a league min prospect so uh that's pretty much all washington did there and we're on to our final team the winnipeg jets um they were very quiet as well this offseason with the free agency market they signed eric comrie to a one-year league bin and that's about it <laughs> like they signed some other paul oh paul stasty sorry i missed that because that was a couple days ago signed paul stasty to a one-year 3.75 million which Basically signed him that contract to so get Nate Schmidt, it sounds like. But I think it's a good deal. Um, it's a one-year deal. Can't really be upset about it. He's going to play your third line, second line for them, depending on where they want him to play. If they want to play left wing, he'll play left wing, second line. If he wants to play center, he'll 
I guess they got Lowry on the. They'll probably play left wing, second line, <laughs> with Dubois and Ehlers or some shit. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, none of this stuff is done, anyways. Like all these moves, it's still very early. This is just the the tip of the iceberg. Lots of trades, I'm sure, will happen. Lots of movement still. Um, teams still need to fine tune their lineups. Like so. I really don't have much else to say about the rest of the teams in the NHL and the signings. Um, is there anything you want to quickly talk about before um, before we end this podcast? Uh, uh, I guess maybe just a little bit about the about the old wings here. This is my this is my team. Uh, oh. Just to go through like the the moves we made, obviously, like how it actually shook down. Um, like we just really ran out of this last few days with a big old smile on our face. Yes, you did. Um, getting Nedeljkovic and then a day later trading down for the 15th pick, which for seemingly because nobody wanted to pick any of these goalies in the which was crazy. Yeah, like at all. So like, which we'll signed, talk. From what I understand, they. They got him to that, you know? Yeah. Like, they got him down to, like, that was as far as they could get down, from what yeah. I understand. So, um, so, this is, we'll talk about more of the draft, too, next episode. We ran out of time. This is almost a three-hour okay. uh, pop, uh, podcast, so Jesus. we would have had another hour talking about the draft. So, yeah, we'll yeah, t- no discuss doubt. it next week. Probably won't be as much to talk about next week anyways. I got one more final thing to talk about, because I... Must have just happened. Ivan Barbashev signs an extension with St. Louis Blues for a two-year, $4.5 million deal. Uh, so 2.25 AAV. Um, it's a solid deal. I mean, he's 25. Right. I've been waiting for him to like just do more um, mm-hmm. in the league. Like He did better this year than he did in any other year. But Yeah, he, Barbashev's awesome, man. He's, he's a good decent. player. I'm just waiting for him to like pop off and be that sick player so uh i got nothing else to say very happy that uh pittsburgh didn't make a lot of moves this offseason because i felt a lot of teams overpaid for this offseason so i'm kind of happy that we saved our cap space not that we have much of it in the first place um but for now next week we'll talk about the entry draft i'm sorry we didn't get into talking more in depth about that we just ran out of time uh famous jim benning line as well so uh we'll catch you guys next week talking about the draft and hopefully some more movement um anyways go follow us on our social medias twitter instagram the couch on ice you can still email me i i actually might check it i've been thinking about it i feel like we might have some emails to talk about at some point i'll probably check it in this off season so we have something to talk about but for now we'll catch you guys next week have a good one peace out y'all